0: This Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Nick. I'm Willie. And today we have a very special guest. You may have heard him on the horror movie or book Tiny Terrors, talking some army of the dead. John Street, John, how
1: are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys?
0: Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about a bunch of different stuff. The things that I know we're going to touch on. Nick and I watched Reminiscence.
2: Remembrance, yes.
0: Yes, remembrance, as he likes to call it.
2: I really thought he was—that was the title. I was like, "Yeah, okay." I, I did yeah. too. In double, that moment.
0: double feature of remembrance and outlaws, and then uh, 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 I know Willie and I finished Loki. Nick, did you finish Loki? I did. Okay. Did you watch any Loki? I have seen it. Yes. Okay. Good. watched all of it. All right. That's four, good. Four for Loki. Four for Loki, and then finally four we Loki. also <laughs>
2: Can I get a can not afford Loki?
0: I heard they uh, made that bad by taking all the caffeine out of it. Oh, boo. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, some Suicide Squad. James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Excuse me. We're not talking about David Ayer's Suicide Squad. We're oh, talking no. about James Gunn's. did
2: that. Did we do that? <sighs> I don't know.
0: That's a great... No. Yes, we did. That I, was 2016. I listened to it. I listened to it. It was. Right? That I, was
2: five years
3: ago.
0: That was just before the uh, the... Diversification of of the Midwest Podcast Network, I guess I'm going to call it. Okay.
3: I have not seen this movie, so I'm going to be weirdly quiet. That's fine. I'll just ask you guys stupid questions about the movie. There you go. You
2: would like it a lot. I
3: think think you would enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah, I probably would. When you have HBO Max I know I would, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah. It's not a movie I can watch in front of my kid, which makes it harder. True.
2: True. (laughs) Definitely not.
3: Yeah. Uh, But before we get to all that feedback at
0: MidwestFilmNerds.com is where you can write to us, let us know what you think of our show. The things that we talk about, please go to patreon.com slash podnet or mpn.bz patreon to subscribe to our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. You'll get early access to the tyner, aforementioned, aforementioned Tiny Terrors episodes, some MGMP side quests. Tim has started the horror movie yearbook Honor Roll where he uh, reviews some more contemporary horror movies and will make a Tim's list, a Dean's list at the end of the year. And then, uh I also threw a travelogue, because I recently went to Iceland with my wife Nicole, and we talked about it for over two on, two and a half hours. so if you want to listen to that, that's all up on the patreon uh check it out. and you can join us in the Discord where we're currently reading dune oh yes it's a it's a dude dudes it's a non it's a <laughs> whats what am I trying to say? Some people think I can't read, namely myself, and um, <laughs> I've been reading a book, and it's called Dune.
2: I'm so proud of you. <laughs> you're, you're like 100 pages ahead of me.
0: Uh, yeah, I've read like 200-something pages in my copy of the book. I finished book one of Dune, so...
2: I knew
3: there was a glow about you tonight when I saw, <laughs> when I I saw you. Willie's like, you look taller. There's something going on here. You're more Just learned today. Yes. yes, you were spending time on... I got <laughs>
0: You know, fifty percent more words than you usually do.
3: His vocabulary is expanded into <laughs> fictional words. Yeah,
0: the Bene are. No, I don't know. What am I
3: talking about? Uh, I will occasionally pop in that conversation. I'm not reading Dune. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever read Dune? No. Okay. No. Uh, Dune is we. So Dune's weird for me because like I might like it if I give it a shot, but everything I've ever seen of it and about it, like I just have it just no bores interest. me for yeah. whatever reason. I don't know why. Like it should. I should, but I. I can't. I can't get myself invested in even trying it for some reason. I think a part of it is my dad was always like, "Dune sucks."
4: <laughs> he's like, Dune is boring. Was it? Was it but I assume his because opinion... my dad's read. The, okay, you know, the, I was the book. wondering.
0: I bet he would. Like, I was thinking he had fully based his opinion off of the David Lynch. Adaptation,
3: no, he had but... read the book, okay. and I remember he was like, "He's like, man, everybody blew this thing up," and I read it, and I, and I was like, "What a waste of my time." <laughs> so yeah, so I think that was that. Like, helped shape my early opinions on dune that would do it i wish i'd read it when i was younger but yeah. well, I, maybe i will at some point i think you'd like it
2: I probably it's, would. Uh, I, I think it gets a reputation for being kind of stuffy kind of like old timey science fiction yeah because it is old it's 65 or something when it was something written. like that yeah um it is old but it's i mean alex can it's pretty cinematic i think in how it's written i think so It adap- i think it's gonna adapt really well but it is a lot of like all the stuff that I liked the best about Game of Thrones was like the chess pieces moving around yeah, and the characters right. trying to outplay each other and there's just a lot of that in Dune.
3: That's cool. I might enjoy that. Yeah, I I, I should probably give it a shot. What I might do in this seems backwards is I might, maybe I'll watch the movie and see how much I enjoy the universe oh, yeah, yeah. and then if I enjoy the universe and the vibe of it enough, maybe I'll go back and, and I'll invest more time in the book. It seems backwards, but that's sometimes how I do it. Um, no, that makes sense. No. I
2: mean, there's really no wrong way to do it. Yeah. I this I just always prefer if there's a book to read the book first. Sure, of course. I usually do too. That's what yeah. like 3 or 4 of Alex's and I's side podcasts are based on basically yeah. is me reading something and him not mm-hmm. and then us talking about it. Maybe not that many. Anyway, um but I I this this particular version I I wanted to refresh myself again cuz I read it a couple years ago for the first time and I wanted to refresh my memory. Um and I was really surprised so far at how much <laughs> stuck around in cuz usually when you read something quickly your brain kind of doesn't take the time to like let it bake in so you, mm-hmm. it's like binging a show yeah you watch like eight episodes in a row versus like over the course of eight weeks you're gonna my memory is always better if i spread it out but a lot really stuck around in my mind so um, it's been a really cool refresher but in the discord the, there's actually like i don't know five or six people participating i can think it's pretty, of at least pretty five cool, of us which yeah. is which is pretty sweet yeah that, it's, it's just <laughs> dune is such a loosely organized book in my mind it would have been easier to be like okay let's all read up to chapter five and then we can like talk about it real quick. But instead it's like Dune's broken into like three parts and we're just like, all right, let's read the first 225 pages. And yeah. And, and then... like
0: one chapter is like two pages long yes. and the next one's like 30. They are very like sporadic, like,
2: yeah. which kind of, I kind of love about it because like even last night I was reading it on the couch and because I'm an old now, my eyes are not good. And like the sun, the, <laughs> the light always- was getting low. I have this huge window in the living room and I was just like holding the book this far away with my eyes like this. <laughs> and uh it's like
0: you were in a cave on arrakis
4: (laughs) seriously
2: i was trying to read it and i was trying to finish this chapter and then i was like okay cool and i finished it and then like i just quickly looked the next one was only three pages i'm like all right i got time yeah i can get one more down yeah
0: that's true that's true uh it's uh,
2: it's a pretty sweet book though yeah i'm I'm very the more and more i'm reading it the more i'm setting myself up for disappointment by being just really excited for the movie (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, uh come join us and talk about Dune in the podcast Discord if you uh if you contribute to the Patreon. Uh other than that horror movie yearbook you guys just talked about uh Assault on Pre- Precinct 13, both yeah. the original and the remake?
3: Yeah, we kind of did a uh, uh- Kind of a comparison. Yeah, no, a comparison. Yeah. yeah we talked a bit about the original and, and the remake. It was and, fun. Uh
0: you guys also uh Tim put out a, a new on a roll that just hit the feed uh today or yesterday, I think. Yep. And then uh there's a tiny terror coming out. What was on that uh tiny terror? Do you remember? Um, August sucks, I believe is the title.
3: <laughs> we just kind of like spitballed. <laughs> Dumped on August yeah. for It was minutes. weird. Like we just, we haven't, we don't, normally we have some sort of structure to like even the tiny terrors and yeah. we, like we both went into it like, let's just talk. And then it went like 45 minutes. Hey, let it happen. <laughs> it's not that tiny of a terror. Um, and uh, I should mention Multimedium is going to be back with a new episode very soon. Nice. Within the next couple of weeks. So Good. it'll be, uh, uh, we'll be discussing The Warriors, the uh, yes. um, Walter Hill film and it's uh, its prequel slash adaptation uh, by Rockstar Games. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I wondered why you so, were
2: playing that. <laughs> I saw you online. I was like, huh, "Did you?" Yeah, that's an interesting choice. Yep. <laughs> I mean, so cool uh,
3: game. we'll be discussing those two and kind of the which one does it better. I guess. I mean, they're so different. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be fun. I love that movie, and I, and, and the game doesn't age great, but it's still fun. It's so. pretty for
2: what it is. It's pretty. The cool. fact that there's a Warriors game is kind of nuts.
3: Yeah. It makes me wish that Rockstar, and I get why they didn't makes me wish rockstar had occasionally in between their big giant monster games that they that's all they put out now had occasionally done like let's make a dawn of the dead 78 game because like rockstar would kill it like yeah it's a shame. let's make like a i don't know rockstar could do a ton of cool stuff like the warriors like take weirdly kind of um not even niche prop, but like cult, like cult, cult stuff yeah. and, and and make games out of it yeah
0: Speaking of video games, the Midwest Game Nerds talked about Twelve Minutes, which is up on Xbox Game Pass right now, and we're also going to talk. Uh, we talked about Milkshakes in the side quest that's going to be out this weekend. Oh, good! Uh, in case you want to know about Milkshakes,
3: I'm sure that episode will bring all the boys to the yard.
0: <laughs> I believe I did title it the Keyless Edition. Of yes, the side quest. Thank so. you. And then uh, <laughs> next time we're going to be talking about Boyfriend Dungeon, which is also on Xbox Game Pass. This is a game? Are we sure yes, that this isn't the It's a game where you the, can take you you go into a dungeon and fight off monsters and when you walk outside your weapon turns into a cutie that you can date.
2: What country is this from?
0: It's from the United States of America. <laughs> oh, whoa. That's
2: yeah. not the answer I was expecting.
0: I have seen I it so. and I want to play it. Yeah, so we're gonna yeah. talk about it. It should be pretty good. Okay. Midwest game nerds. Uh all the housekeeping is out of the way, twenty minutes into this recording. Uh so uh, John, what have you been watching recently?
1: Ooh, um, so I just renewed HBO Max, so there's stuff on there. Nice. Uh, I finished Warrior, the two seasons of that. It is fantastic. That's on HBO Max. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's I was I think it's a Cinemax show. Okay. And I think for but whatever it's reason the it's Warner, on
3: the Warner banner. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. yeah. so that is on HBO Max. It's absolutely fantastic. The awesome. fighting, the fighting, and everything, and it's great. Um freaky me and my wife watched freaky
3: oh vince vaughn right yeah yeah i liked it i liked it too it was good
1: it's it's fun watching vince vaughn act like a teenage girl (laughs) it was yes yeah i enjoyed it uh and that's the same creative team that did happy death day right yes Yes. okay cool i I like that yep it has that same
3: all right but the first one's great yeah Yeah. it has
1: that same feel to it um and then i watched kind of a downer uh, let him go, which is also on HBO Max with let him go. Diane Lane mm-hmm. and Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. Uh, husband and wife whose oldest son tragically passes. Oh, yeah, yeah, and uh, their grandson is taken by the mother who remarries and marries a not so good guy. <laughs> oh, so they try boy. to go and get him back. It's uh, it's good. I mean, I love Kevin Costner. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, it's it's a good watch, but you know, it's just a downer. Maybe watch it watch it when you're in an emotionally healthy <laughs> yes, place. yes, when you feel like being emo, you're gonna
0: watch this movie. <laughs> All right, uh, Nick. I heard you have a
2: long list of yeah. Willie wanted to go first. Okay, yeah, Willie.
3: Uh, yeah, Nick's got the. I'm excited for Nick's. <clears throat> okay. Um, uh, so I have a few things. I I've been watching uh, TV again recently. TV shows. Yes. Recently, which is something I don't, don't normally do. I'll briefly mention a few of the shows I've been watching. Okay. What if I have been watching them two episodes and I have not watched the third episode, which came out, at the time of this recording, it came out last night, or yesterday, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, it's fine so far. The animation's cool. I guess I'm hoping that they do more with the premise soon. I- I've, Instead of just what if this character was also this character or what, yeah,
0: I've liked it, but yeah, I'm hoping they get more weird with it.
3: I thought the second episode was cool. The first episode just felt like they were just remaking Captain America, but with yes. Captain Carter. And mm-hmm. I like the idea of Captain Carter, but it was kind of boring to just watch like the plot of Captain America, but with I don't know, I was a little bit let down by that. The second episode is buoyed by the whole Chadwick Postman thing, if I'm yes. being honest. I think it, if 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 there wasn't that extra layer of kind of sentimentality and stuff because of what obviously him passing. It might not be quite as good, but because we are, you know, there is that loss there of the of him being gone and the T'Challa character being retired, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, all the stuff that happens with this character and and the fact that him as Star Lord uh, impacts the universe in such positive ways instead of (laughs) just being a bum like Peter Quill, (laughs) it's really kind of cool. It's a kind of a nice little tribute to. to the actor and to the character, I think it was it was cool. It was nice.
0: I forget who it was on Twitter. Somebody said that the saddest thing about the episode. I think it was Patrick Klepek, who's a video game journalism mm-hmm. guy. He mentioned that the saddest thing about the episode was how funny he is, and yeah. the fact that he didn't get to be funny as T'Challa. He didn't very
3: really much. have too much of a chance. A little bit with Shuri in the in the in Black mm-hmm. Panther, but not much. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm also now watching Party Down for the first time. I'd mm. never watched Party uh. Down. Nikki got through. <laughs> Nikki got about two episodes of the season two, and she goes, "You would like this, and you should watch it with me." And I'm like, "All right." So we went back to the beginning. I'm almost at the end of season one. It is equal parts one of the funnier shows I've seen in a long time, and also like the most depressing fucking show. It is. (laughs) It's it's such a bummer. Ken Marino's the saddest human being on the planet. (laughs) He is. He is. Um, He's amazing in that show. And it's funny because I I googled Party Down. After watching a few episodes, I was trying to look something up about. It. I went. Oh, I wanted to see. There's a scene where Adam Scott's character is smoking weed in a bathroom, and he's Adam Scott is clearly high. I mean, it's not. He's not. You can tell. You can tell, and he is very high in the scene. I mean, really high. Nobody else is. Jane Lynch isn't. Isn't. Isn't uh, high, and um, uh, the other actor in, in in the room isn't high. But Adam Scott is ripped, and it's really funny. And so I wanted to Google and see if he'd ever said anything about it, because I'm like, I bet they've talked about this. Yeah. I didn't find that, but I did find Party Downs coming back, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. So it's like a six episode limited thing. So Can't I guess wait. I picked the right time to yeah, to jump in. catching up, yeah. Party anyway, down. so I've been enjoying that. It's been very fun. Um, I also started, once again, Nikki started watching this show. She got into season two and goes, you should probably watch this. You'll like this. And she's found a way, apparently, to weasel me into watching shows now.
2: <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um. She watches an entire season without you. <laughs> and then goes, I bet you'd like this. Let's restart. Um, That's happened to my wife and I as well several times. Nikki
3: watches a lot of TV, um, like an absurd amount of TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she actually, quick story. She got back. She started watching a show called Married with um, uh, Nat Faxon and oh, uh, Nat Judy Faxon's
2: Greer. Rocks. Okay. And
3: uh, they play a married couple kind of like having issues and stuff. But anyway, so she's watching it, and she gets like two episodes in. And she goes, "I'm pretty sure I've watched this already." And I go, <laughs> "You did it! You made it all the way around. Yeah. You watched <laughs> I mean, <you've> them all. <laughs> you've watched all the streaming. You've watched all the TV. Yes, it's done. You're done." Anyway, so she started watching. Uh, it's Amazon. It's an Amazon exclusive original. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, Modern Love. Anybody watch Modern Love? Mm-mm. It's no. guys. It's really good. It's every episode is a different love story. Now they could be romantic love. It could be there's, there's a child a cool and a parent love, dude. I'm going to read off, I just before I move on, I want to read off some of the cast. Now, mind you, every episode is a different story. So you're getting a brand new love story mm-hmm. in every single episode there was one with a different cast.
2: I was really excited about.
3: I'm going to read off just the top bits on IMDb real okay. quick. Sure. Sophia Butella, Okay. Who I like quite a bit. She was in the Tom Cruise Mummy movie and she's very good in that. She's in other stuff too. But uh, Olivia Cook, uh, Tina Fey, Julia Garner from um, the- Ozark. And- Ozark.
0: Yep. Not uh, I know. Yeah, okay.
3: <laughs> uh, Anne Hathaway, Catherine Keener, Kristen uh, Milati or Millyati from um, How much? How Mother. much? Mother, uh, John Gallagher Jr. Nice, like John Gallagher. Dev from, pa- from the newsroom. Yes, <laughs> true. Uh, Dev Patel, you Andrew a, Scott. You need a newsroom. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. It we'll
1: just plays just the a, whole speech. We'll get Goldblum laughing. There you go. That's perfect. <laughs>
2: It, you need a button, but it's the, it's the whole America's Not the Best speech. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the whole speech. <laughs> that shows up on Facebook. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. They did months. it in the Waypoint podcast already. It's just a button, you hit it, and it says, we reported the news. Because it's that one fucking clip when Osama oh, Bin yes, Laden... Not no, like, oh, God, yes. what an embarrassing anyway, moment. Sorry.
3: No, it's okay. Andrew Scott, uh, John Slattery, Shay Wiggum. Mm, all right, I'm in. Uh, okay, you're in. So let's see who else... <laughs> how, whoever. I want to see um, where it... Dev Patel. What it t- okay. Yeah. Okay, Nixon. we well, we gotta get John Street. Andy Garcia. Nope, not yet. <laughs> um I thought that would be it. If it was Stanley uh, Tucci, you'd have got it. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, no. Give me uh, the
3: Mini Driver, uh, Kit Harrington, Garrett Headland. He's in the game. I'm back in again. Um, yep. You James got Saito. Hedlund. Oh, he's in. The I'm in. Sh- you're in wasn't in Garrett Hedlund. Okay, sweet. Oh, yeah. There we go. We're all in. Uh James Saito, the shredder from Ninja Turtles the original. Whoa, and amazing. he plays like a love story. He's uh i Tobias Menzies and a Is
0: it uh, an episode about a foot soldier falling in love with the shredder? That'd
3: trailer? be pretty rad. <laughs> I, I believe his episode. I haven't got. I've actually gotten to it yet, but it's like a like an elderly love story. Like end of your end of your. I'm like, mm. oh, I'm
2: gonna be mm. brutal.
3: Nikki goes, he's so good, and I'm like, he's the shredder. <laughs> <laughs> he, can
2: do whatever he, wants. he is. He is good. Yes.
3: <laughs> um, anyway, so modern love. Check it out. I have really enjoyed it. That's on, um that's on, the first what
2: network is or what it's on amazon, amazon.
3: Okay. the first two episodes uh the first one is um is uh the uh, Kristen miliati or from uh hi much Your mother yep and then the second one is dev patel and uh katherine keener's episode oh. nice. and uh man it's it's good stuff i really like it it's a little bit little bit uh i don't know sappy a uh, little sappy but in the right ways It works good. Anyway,
2: uh, does David Bowie's Modern Love play at any point?
3: Not yet. I'm hoping at some point it does. It should with Shredder. My (laughs) understanding too is I don't want to give away any spoilers. I haven't actually seen it yet. But Nikki says that in the season finale they find a way to
0: weave things tie them all together. Interesting. So is
3: this
2: by any chance created by the uh, Love Actually and uh, New Year's? I don't know, I
3: don't know. Um, I'd have to check, but I'm I'm not sure. Um, I'll look into that while I talk about AEW wrestling. Let's go. I'm gonna get you (laughs) now. I got you all on board with Modern Love. I have had a I've had a falling out with pro wrestling guys. I'm I've not been a fan, and the reason for that is uh, the easiest, accessible wrestling to watch is the WWEF, whatever you want to call it, right? And it sucks. It's really a bummer, right? Like like everything kind of blows about it. The product is not good. I can't find any reason to watch it. It's really bad. They've
0: like gotten rid of a lot of people recently too. Yeah, and that's yeah. just
3: that's just part of it. I mean, yeah. it's it's been bad for a. while. It's, we've been trending downhill. Yeah, I wish I could blame COVID. I can't. Yeah. Um. That hasn't helped, but it's not good. So I decided. I, I finally got access to AEW wrestling, which is uh, airs on TNT. There's also free episodes on YouTube. Um. And uh, by borrowing uh, somebody's cable password, I'm now watching on the TNT app because <laughs> why not? There you go. Um. So Boy. thanks Comcast <laughs> password. Um. From unnamed family member. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> So, I'm watching AEW Wrestling, and I'm going to try and sell you guys all on AEW Wrestling, but in the best way I can. But knowing, hopefully, knowing you guys and your personalities and your interests and your, your passions, I'm going to try and sell you on watching pro wrestling. Now, only two of us in this room are really pro wrestling fans. You and I, John. I, I, yeah. Let's yeah. say yeah. we're mostly fans. Yes. Maybe Fairweather fans sometimes, but, but fans. And then uh, you guys, not so much. Mm-hmm. But here we go. I'm going to sell Alex first. Sting wrestles. On AEW wrestling, Sting, the Sting, the wrestler or the singer, the 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 wrestler, <laughs> both. Uh, there's a picture of the, the two of, of them together. Of, by the, the way, star have you seen that? The... Have you seen the picture of the two of them together, Sting and Sting? It's really sweet. Oh. I'll show it to you later. It's amazing. The, the Stings, <laughs> yeah, the Stings. Okay. Um, the two Stings. Uh, it is. Um, Sting wrestles
0: have you guys started doing the fantasy wrestling stuff with this
4: no AEW? not enough people are watching okay. it I don't think well, um,
0: when I win from picking Sting I'll start watching the show you did win the championship you don't remember this yeah but that's that's a different league okay I got you. I'm watching the WWE right now Got yeah okay
3: all right um, so yeah Sting so that's I've got beautiful. you um, I'm gonna try and sell uh, Nick next Nick there's a wrestler his name is Orange Cassidy Orange Orange Cassidy. And he wears all denim (laughs) and (laughs) sunglasses. And he comes out to the Pixies, Where Is My Mind? (laughs) And he comes... (laughs) And Orange Cassidy's gimmick is... He'd rather be doing something else than wrestling.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> this does sound good. Is this just
3: is it Paul Rudd's character from Wet Hot American Summer? Yes, <laughs> he treats wrestling like it's a nine to five. Like he's like I'll do what the bare minimum to get through this day, and that's gonna be it. So what he does is like, for instance, you guys have seen enough wrestling to know like when a wrestler has to do a, wants to do like like really put down their opponent, they're gonna climb to the top rope and jump off and do something right, like elbow drop, like whatever. Well, I watched a match with him today during work where. He climbed up to the second rope and then kind of looked up like this, exasperated, and then got back down to the first rope, which is like six inches off the bat,
4: and then didn't
3: jump, it just fell forward on his opponent. <laughs> and it was so sweet. I'm in. And then anytime somebody gives him a thumbs up, he just goes, like, that's the highest he puts his thumb. He's the best. He's the coolest. This sounds good. Orange Casty, So I got Nick. All right. John Street. Uh, there is a- um,
2: I don't know what that says about me, but- Got me I, just,
3: no, I just know I just need to appreciate the comedy involved this <laughs> this the, the showmanship involved <laughs> um and the dedication to the to the gimmick that's the thing
2: yeah when it's like it's like you try you work really hard to not work that hard mm-hmm. I, I get that
3: immensely. well his character's fun too because when somebody pisses him off he he actually like wrestles like he like fires up so you know it's a serious match when Orange Cassidy's like all right like but normally he wrestles with his hands in his pockets the yeah. whole time, so he'll just kick people <laughs> a lot. It's so sweet. He he actually flips up from like the ground with his hands in his pockets. He's pretty sweet. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Anyway, orange nice. casting. John, I'm gonna sell you I don't need mm. to sell you too much, I don't mm. think, but did you watch any AEW? uh no? I haven't. Okay. No. Uh there is a wrestling dinosaur. His name is Luchasaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds
1: like a Tekken game at this point. <laughs> you're already set,
4: right? No, you got me. Okay. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna finish oh, yeah. I'm
3: gonna finish this yep. though. Uh his name is Luchasaurus and uh his finisher is called the tail whip when he just kicks a dude in the face as hard as possible. He comes out to Baltimore's Tarzan boy. <laughs> yes. And his tag team partner is a guy whose gimmick is he was raised by gorillas like Tarzan in in the wilds. He rides on Luchasaurus's shoulders as he comes in and he's Luke Perry's son in real life.
2: <laughs> he's Luke Perry's actual son. Oh my God. So he was not yes. raised by Gorillas. No, the he was raised by the has Yeah.
3: But uh and his name's Jungle Boy. Oh my god. That's amazing. That's so, beautiful. I've yeah, sold you, you all me. on AEW wrestling. Well done. Yes. There
0: we go. Okay,
2: mm-hmm. I'm done
3: now.
0: All right. Nick. What have you been watching? I don't
2: think I can follow that. Um <laughs> so I've been on a bit of a tear lately. Um I'm going to keep these either just guttural sounds like I told Willie I would do, or just <laughs> yeah. the ones I really want to talk about. I'll, I'll just- If you can a do them via sound, too. I'm really excited for those. Okay. Uh, Army of the Dead. Eh, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, see, I already have a good one, though, like right after that. Uh, this movie called The Wedding Guest on Netflix with <laughs> Dev Patel, just spinning off- Love Dev Patel. Lo- spinning off the Dev Patel. Uh, there was one night, it was like probably 10.30- my wife had fallen asleep on the couch. I was barely awake. And I was like, I just want to pop something on. I didn't want to put on any of the regular stuff. scrolling through Netflix. It was one of those ones that just like the thumbnail and then the image that kind of caught my eye. And I was like, oh, no, all right. And so I just, I don't know what, what possessed me. I was It was like 90 minutes. I was like, I'll throw this on. And I watched the whole thing. It was like 12 something by the time it ended. And I, I was so into it. And hmm. I just thought it was so good. And I didn't want to say what it's about but it's like a thriller but it's not like overly violent or action based it's just like a it's a good grown it's a good movie for grown-ups Mm. like i find myself more and more seeking out like the r movies where like they actually earn the r rating it's not just like swears it's like some thematic material and that kind of thing and it was great like and but my next door neighbor's mom who is like 70 is my number one movie talking buddy and the first time I found out that she, like, really liked movies, she told me, or she, like, caught me, she, she's over at the house all the time, and she's the sweetest lady, and she catches me when I'm outside, like, literally mowing the lawn or taking out the trash or, or whatever I'm doing, and she'll talk to me about movies, and the very first time, she's like, oh, I heard you're, you're a big movie buff, and I was like, yeah, she's like, oh, me too, and I was like, oh, cool, cool, like, I wasn't sure what to expect, and <clears throat> I was like, what kind of movies do you like, and, you know, shame on me for kind of just generalizing that she's gonna, you know, be whatever. But she was like, I'm really into the cinema of South Korea right now. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she started naming these directors. And she was like, you know, their work is so – And she, I just went – I was like, okay, cool. So we can, like, throw down on some real discussion, which was sweet. But uh, – So I recommended this movie to her when I saw her. And she was like, oh, cool. I'll check that out. And I know she stays up really late and just, like, watches stuff. And the next day, <laughs> I was, like, walking outside. And she rolled up to the house. And she got out of the car real fast. She was like, Nick oh my god the wedding (laughs) guest it was so good that's awesome i was like yeah and she's like the cinematography the acting the music and i was like yeah it was firing on all cylinders she's like dev patel is so cool and like a really kind of capable like semi-badass and i was like yeah right like i i didn't i didn't know that he really had that in him but he's really 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 good and yeah, anyway, so she, since then we've been trading a lot of recommendations.
3: And that that reminds cool. me of video store days, man. That's, yeah, that's yeah, that cool. That, that's fun.
2: Thank you for saying that. must be what it is because now yeah. like when I see her roll up, I'm like, I got to go outside and talk to her like, because we, I got to see what she's been up to and I got to tell her what I've been up to because she told me, this is later on my list, but she told me to watch Sound of Metal with uh, Riz Ahmed yeah. Yeah. and I was like okay cool like i'll check it out and i did the same thing i popped it on thinking like whatever i'll watch 20 minutes and go to bed and i watched the whole thing in in one shot and the next day i was the one running outside saying i watched it and it was so good also um that had that has one of the best supporting actor performances i've seen in like years uh sound of metal it was great anyway wedding guest excellent in the heights the lin-manuel miranda movie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. starts off pretty cool and then just kind of runs out of steam immediately uh I watched The Da Vinci Code for the first time ever <laughs> recently. <laughs> I've never seen it. And uh, I thought of John. Actually, I told John at one point because when we were kids, uh, John made like 22 different <laughs> Xbox profiles uh, just to continue. Tom Hanks' hair. Tom Hanks' hair was one of them. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I remember this. Yes, I Hanks remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we used to play Halo together all the time, yeah. uh, like Halo 2 or something. Tom Hanks', Tom hair. Hanks hair. Tom Hanks' hair was Hanks one hair. of them. There were there were many names. That, that, Sleuth of Bears. Sleuth of Bears. Sleuth of Bears, yeah. There were many, uh, but that was the one that stood out. So Da Vinci Code, I was actually pretty tight. I, I liked it way more than I thought I was going to. Actually. Did you like his hair? Uh, you know, it's a lot like Tom Hanks because initially I was just like, it's Tom Hanks. Like, I can't look past it. But by the end of the movie, I get lost in his performance every time. Mm. And by the end of the movie, I, he sold me with his hair. Yeah. Like, I bought into it. It seemed like real normal hair.
3: So. That terrifying, too. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah mm. it's a really cool movie. But I, I, the core, like, thesis of the movie I thought was really awesome. And like the the main kind of mystery and question behind it was really cool. So, anyway, also watch Angels of Demons like the next night or two nights <laughs> later. Not as good. Pretty weird. Has the most insane final like action beat I think I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen it? No. Oh my god! Have any of you guys seen Angels of mm. Demons? I've Which, heard not good. I things. read the
0: book a long time ago. <laughs> what? Right. <laughs> I read I read the Da Vinci Code and what? Angels of Demons. What?
1: Yeah. Is
2: that why you can't read it anymore? <laughs> Dan Brown it broke
1: you. Yeah.
0: It was all Dan
2: Brown. Uh, Anus That's and insane. do you guys yeah. care if I spoil something for me I don't Anus? go right ahead uh, Ewan McGregor is like the, the Pope in training he's like he he like flies a helicopter up above the Vatican Uh, it's got a bomb in it he leaps out it explodes he opens his chute and falls to the ground unconscious and somehow is okay this happens at the end of the movie basically it's but yeah. the way it's shot I was like Ron Howard did <laughs> not do this part of the movie it's insane I was like laughing out loud and my wife's like waking up she's like what happened I'm like I couldn't you wouldn't it Michael
3: Bay's The Da Vinci Code. Yeah,
2: basically. <laughs> uh, Well, I'll watch The Day After Tomorrow for the first time. Kind of a sweet little, you know, environmental thriller. Mm-hmm. Like. But this is the big thing. My brother texted me the other day because he rewatched Frequency for the first time in forever. Ooh. And he talked about how Dennis Quaid is so good. And I said, Quaid doesn't sleep. I've never seen Quaid sleepwalk through him. No. He doesn't. No, he's, he's been in pro- a lot of trash, too. Yeah, yeah. But I think he just brings it every time. It's kind of sweet. Uh, The Day After Tomorrow, he, like, commits. And it's kind of a throwaway part. But he's really good. Uh. <laughs> I watched Geostorm, also the next one. <laughs> <time. laughs> Is that Gerard Butler? Yep. Mm. Yes. After that, I watched The Ritual. Very good. Ooh, Hell yeah. Geostorm was not good. Uh, the Ritual was very good. Uh, yes. I think. Did the creature design?
4: Oh my God. It was so sweet. It's yeah. so sweet. It was so
2: sweet. Yes. Uh, yeah. The, well, The Ritual then inspired me to well, watch The Descent, which my wife watched mm. with me. She'd never seen. Kind of similar movies in a kind of similar vibe. The ritual, the Descent I've seen before, it's a classic. Except, that's a great double feature. I did know I was yeah. watching the theatrical cut and it ended and I was, like, uh, yeah. I said, that's not the ending I remember. And I texted Willie immediately. I said, I need some clarification. It's such a barf. <laughs> the director's cut is, sweet, or the uncut version. Superior. Way better. It's one of those rare times where at the video store when it had the obnoxious like unrated. Yeah. It, it meant something. It, it, it did. It did with this hmm. one. Uh, also watched Hush. Hush was sick. Yes, love, Flanagan. Love Mike Flanagan. Doesn't it rule? It. And um, I feel so bad. I can never remember her name. <clears throat> I'm getting really bad at remembering who Flanagan's name. wife. Yes. I don't want to call her that. I know, I know, I know. But she's yeah. incredible in it. She's awesome. She's yeah. awesome in everything. She was the she was the bomb in uh, Honey of Hill House*. I see Alex going to the yes, thank you. check the tape. Thanks, mm-hmm. Alex. Quick at the draw. No, it's Ka- uh, Katie Katie say, I thought it was Kate Yeah, Kate Segal. Uh, yeah. She's yeah. really not Katie, uh, good. Not Katie. Not uh, Katie.
3: Not Kate Segal. Yes, Katie Kate Siegel. I believe. <laughs> Siegel, Yes. She's
4: no,
0: very good. Like, not from *Married with Children*. Wait, Mike Mike uh, Flanagan did not make *Sons of Anarchy*.
2: No, 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 no. He would have outkicked his coverage either way with both of those women uh hush is very good uh inside oh bo burnham's inside Mm. the more and more i thought about it after watching it the more i i really immensely loved it um and i was very there you go thank you that was well timed um (laughs) yeah that was very impressive even if you don't like necessarily are a fan of his comedy or that style of comedy the uh production of it is very 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 good commendable uh, I tried for probably the third or fourth time ever To watch Neil Marshall's Doomsday I cannot finish it It's a bummer I can't finish it Yeah, it's, it's a bummer r- It's really rare that I can't finish a movie Let alone one made by Neil Marshall uh, Sound of Metal already talked about We watched The Shining for the first time in a really long time uh, Still very good, still holds up Still yeah. very creepy um, Still a lot of most acting in it But it's a very effective movie <laughs> But I only watched that to prime myself for Dr. Sleep So we talked to you text, some, Nick. Somehow Willie knew I was watching it I don't remember how it happened but Willie texted me bro are you watching Doctor Sleep and I was like yes. <laughs> oh, I must have posted something about it in the Discord. Well, I don't no, know. okay.
3: No, 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 no. So, we were te- you and I were texting about about uh ritual. Yes. And we were just talking about horror stuff and I said you should check out Hush. Mm-hmm. And-, and check out all of Mike Flanagan's stuff that you haven't seen cuz I knew you'd seen a couple of oh, those things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said check out, make sure you check out um uh Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep was one of them, yeah. and then you you said something in in our did, in the our shining. group chat about the Shining. I went, Dude, I you gonna get, you, you get watch it? Yeah, I was like excited. So anyway, I think
2: yeah. I posted something about it the Discord. How uh, the camera work? Yes, I, about yes. that that panning shot of Jack Nicholson chopping on the door, which is very very impressive. Um, excuse me, but Willie just texted me out of the blue, and he's like, "Bro, you watch Doctor Sleep?" And I was like, "Yeah, I am." <laughs> uh, Doctor Sleep rocks. It was very 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 good, mm-hmm. and um, that's nice. I can just leave it.
3: I still need to watch it. It's, it's incredible. It's, it's Really,
2: really, yeah. really, really sweet. It has one scene in it though that was very challenging to, to watch. watch. Yeah. Dude,
3: that performance from uh, d- it is like I was uncomfortable. I-, yeah. I
2: was uncomfortable after the movie was over. I was still thinking about it. Hardly. It was hard, but it's yeah. it's a great movie. Very, very.
3: Uh, Have you seen it, John?
1: Oh yeah, Doctor Sleep. Yeah, yes. It's, yes. did you yes. like it? Yes, loved it. Really, it, really. Except cool. for exactly what you got. So you, you know what part? Were, it, dude, exactly.
3: that was a hard. Yeah, yep. yeah. I yeah. the dad the dad's in the room
2: (laughs) yep (laughs) (laughs) uh i watched the last black man in san francisco uh on amazon prime and that was really good very strange story structure but very cool mood throughout and some really amazing performances uh jonathan majors is um Hmm. is it major or major majors majors he's so good in it uh it's got great music really good very cool clean uh cinematography like a lot like um Nomadland, where it's like a lot of it's kind of naturalistic, but like slightly heightened. Last Black Man in San Francisco is a little more uh, heightened reality, but really, really cool movie, uh, really interesting, and I would I would recommend watching it. I think it's one that kind of got swept under the rug and snuck out there, but it's a very compelling movie. Uh, I started watching Netflix's Bodyguard with Richard Ooh. Madden of Game of Thrones fame. I'm halfway through it. I like it a lot. Yes. It's also like for grownups, like it feels like a very adult show. Is this a, mul-
3: Is it, it was just a mini series, right? Six episodes, okay. yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't know yet. I don't know how it ends yet, but I don't think that they're making more of it. But I like it a lot. Uh, and then Reminiscence, I guess, is the last thing.
0: That's pretty much all there that I've watched as of late. So I think we could probably just get right into it. Yeah, we can keep uh, it
2: pretty, pretty brief.
0: Reminiscence is the, directorial, well, the feature directorial debut of Lisa Joy, the one of the co-creators of Westworld. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, stars Hugh Jackman, and she has recently gone back to the actual spelling of her name as Tandiwe Newton, Tandy Newton. Oh, cool. Um, Apparently, they spelled her name wrong in one of her first movies. Really? And she just went with it, but now she's reverting back. Oh. So that's Good cool. Good for
2: her. Yeah. It's like Chrissy Teigen. Her last name's actually pronounced Tigan, I mm. guess, but someone Nobody. said Teigen forever ago. Mm. Not that she's like necessarily the same strata as Tandy Newton. But no, but... I what? feel bad when someone has to like compromise, or uh, uh, Margot uh, Roby, Robie. Yeah, yeah, not Robbie, but everybody says Robbie, so she just rolls with it. Yeah. Didn't mm. um, do that.
0: This
3: has Rebecca Ferguson as well,
0: right? Also Rebecca Ferguson mm-hmm. from Dr. Sleep, from Doctor Sleep yeah. and uh, the forthcoming Dune. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Goes <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> from a movie with a lot of water to a movie, movie with, with no little water, little yeah, little I mean,
0: water. hey, it works out. Uh, yes, Reminiscence is a movie that, uh, it's a science fiction film, takes place in the future, and um, basically because the world has gotten so terrible, yes. uh, a Agreed. man like Hugh Jackman, also known as Nick Bannister, yes. is one who can guide you back into your past when things are much better for a price.
2: Yes, you can sit in a like special chamber and re- relive your memories, essentially.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, so Nick and I enjoy Lisa Joy's work, huh? we're Joy Boys, as uh, <laughs> as you texted, uh, on, on Westworld of course, and maybe in some other things that uh, we didn't realize she wrote, like uh, pushing, daisies. pushing Daisies, but yeah. Uh, yeah, this movie has a lot of things going for it. It's got a very good cast, and like Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. Tandy Wayne Newton, uh uh Cliff uh, Curtis Cliff Curtis yeah and um Rebecca Ferguson obviously all like yes. great actors you know very solid um and we both like science fiction quite a bit yes. but um we saw the 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 trailer for it when we went to see Suicide Squad and I it just smelled so much of Wally Fister's Transcendence and I didn't really know why it was weird
2: well and well, yeah we made this comparison via text mhm it feels unfair to do it to Lisa, because she's married to Jonathan Nolan. Yeah. But they both feel like people who worked very closely with a Nolan, who felt now was the time to step into their own director's chair and make their own big concept sci-fi movie.
0: Well, and I guess I'll just say here, I didn't like this movie very much. It's two hours long. It's not, it doesn't overstay its welcome, but it's... it's uh. It's a That's good true. length, and I think um, for me, it's very weirdly invited a bunch of strange comparisons from the weird Nolan connection that it has. Yes, the visuals of the city with like water running through it is very like it just reminds me of Inception mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yep, and um, you know the whole high science fiction concept of it all. When you see that trailer is like this seems like it's trying to be Inception, and I think by the end of the movie I disconvinced myself of that. Because I think it goes for something pretty different. But I don't think the movie added up to the sum of its parts in terms of like enjoying Lisa Joy as a director and a writer from Westworld, usually enjoying Hugh Jackman in movies, usually enjoying <laughs> all of these actors in movies. It did not quite work for me, and I think Nick pointed it out. He's like this movie is extremely noir. And I was like, I think I just don't like noir. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Like I, I felt like the dialogue was very... One of the first things I said to you was like, the dialogue feels very stilted. And I know that the actors in this movie can do better than they're doing. Yes. So it feels like a choice. And I think maybe that choice was like the, we're going to play this like a noir. And I didn't enjoy that. But you felt differently about it.
2: Yeah, I uh I didn't love it. I don't think it's a great movie, but I did like it and I think I would watch it again. I liked it a lot more than you did and I think part of it might be that you helped lower the bar of my expectation <laughs> <laughs> the night before. You're welcome. Um yes, thank you. Uh but yeah, I liked it a lot and I'm I'm a big fan of of noir sensibilities uh and like it 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 really it felt more like a throwback to actual film noir than a neo noir. Like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is kind of the modern like, yeah. like banner holder for like what a modern neo noir is like, and uh, this felt a lot more like that old. Like you said, the dialogue's a little bit rigid. It's a little bit not realistic. Like it's not how people actually talk. Uh, it's you follow this like kind of beat down male lead. There's a femme fatale that comes into play, who has a mysterious secret. You clear like it's all the typical tropes. The music is kind of in that vein. There's a lot of VO of Mm -hmm. like his inner thoughts. Um, There's some kind of mystery. There's like guns and gangsters and crooked cops and like some sort of city that's it's always at night. Like that's part of the story of the part of the plot of the world now is like it's always at night. But um, you know, like any old film noir, it's got it's got that kind of vibe. Um, Excuse me. But I liked a lot of that. Like I, I I saw it as like kind of a choice. But I do think my biggest problem. I loved Rebecca Ferguson in it. Uh, I think she's a perfect like femme fatale. Like, if you're gonna cast somebody, like, she just was awesome. As soon as she walks in, I just started laughing. I was like, she should have been. Uh, it's like um, Sean Young's entrance in Blade Runner. Mm. She should have had like a really cool like cigarette holder. Um, I loved, I loved Tandy Newton in it. The women in it were really, really good. Like, I think they understood the assignment and like they they figured it out and they really clicked. Uh, a lot of the supporting cast were all great. Hugh Jackman was my biggest problem, and I think I figured out pretty immediately the issue with him so you're gonna go usually the the leading characters the leading men in these noirs are kind of morally ambiguous at best they're usually not great guys they usually have they're usually like alcoholics or like they've got some sort of huge vice and he's a squeaky clean dude at the beginning yeah he's like a really charitable guy who's giving this therapy essentially away for free and then he's always like ah, that one's on the house that one's on the house and she's like oh you got to stop being so good to all these war buddies and he's just like and he's like, he's Hugh Jackman, right? So yeah. you look at him, you're like, okay, like obviously with many actors in Hollywood, they, they they're lit well, they're filmed well. So but you see them on like the red carpet or whatever, you're like, oh they're like pretty regular looking people. No, Hugh Jackman is Hugh Jackman. Like mm-hmm. you saw that guy in the street, you'd be like, Oh my god, look at that man. Look like
0: at you, the greatest showman.
2: <laughs> exactly. You can run into him anywhere. He doesn't no matter where he lives, he's a ten. Mm-hmm. He's not like, Oh, in Detroit he's a nine, but he was to New York and now he's like a six. Like no, no he's Hugh Jackman everywhere he goes. So it was hard to believe him as this guy who's got everything going for him. He's like got a successful gig, like he points out, like this is never going to run out of style. He doesn't have any addictions or anything like that. He he's put together, you know what I mean? Like usually these guys, these characters are a little more interesting. They're a little more schlubby, or like maybe not schlubby, but like clearly have problems. Where they look really tired. Like Humphrey Bogart, like handsome guy, but always looked like he hadn't slept in like five days. Mm-hmm. But dude, Hugh, for sure, Hugh looks great. You're like, oh, he just came from the gym. He's got the perfect five o'clock shadow. His hair is like he just he's put together in a suit like, oh, his tie was slightly unknotted, like like Keanu Reeves and Constantine. That's as rumpled as he was at the beginning of the movie. So right away, I was like, this guy's just kind of boring. Like, I don't really care. And granted, you start to see his life start to crumble a little bit. But at the same time, I was like, if you're going to go lean all the way in, you got to have somebody who's a little rougher maybe Mm -hmm. someone who I I feel like they're kind of enticing and interesting and I want to know more about them and I want to see them. Like I wanted to see him making nastier decisions, like like watching people's memories as they're experiencing it and like stealing information, you know what I mean? And like selling it, something kind of crooked and kind of dirty. And it might've run counter to the, the plot of the movie later, but I was just kind of like, I don't know, this didn't do it for me. I wanted to see like Colin Farrell from true detective, someone like that, or like even Gyllenhaal from prisoners. When you look at him, you're like, okay, that's Jake Gyllenhaal. He's like a super handsome movie star. But he was like clearly had issues in that mm-hmm. movie. And that made him so much more interesting, and so much more compelling. You were like, I want to learn more about this guy. <clears throat> Detective Loki. Yes. And uh so that was the biggest thing missing from me. I felt like the the guy at the center of the movie just wasn't really that interesting. I didn't want to know more about him. I was like, he's just kind of boring. And there's a little bit of like his war history that kind of starts to come into play. And he does get a little more unhinged as the movie goes on, which is kind of good. But still, ultimately, it just kind of felt like Hugh being Hugh, and there weren't a lot of shades to what he was doing, mm-hmm. whereas some of the other characters had more complexity. as it was. I
0: think, and, and I think in some ways, like a high science fiction movie like this would make up for some of that with a lot more world building, but this movie feels kind of uninterested and like really delving into what it would mean for people to be able to revisit their memories and like perfect structure or yeah, even like subjective structure. The idea that like you remember it a certain way, but that's not how it really was. Yes. This movie could have been ripe for that.
2: This movie would actually, I kind of hate, I feel like a broken record saying this all the, all the time, but it's, it would have been a really cool series. Well, like, and it's so... similar
0: questions that they're delving into in Westworld, even in a lot of ways too. But... There's just so
2: much potential. The world is really cool, like mm-hmm. seeing like they, it like takes place in Miami, and it's pretty much like all of it is at least partially underwater. Yeah. So even in like the main downtown stretch, these guys you're walking through like an ankles or, like depth of water at all times. Yeah. So like the world is clearly like there's a lot going on in this movie that's very relevant to now. Mm-hmm. Like this could be the world in fifteen twenty years, and it's cool to see how society and the world structured to meet this new kind of environment that they're in and like that there's the the barons are all the wealthy people they that are literally land barons they own the dry land and like that's how they're rich and they all have the same clothes or no Mm -hmm. no they don't know that was well yeah
0: yeah yeah, But, but
2: um it just was it was cool that that's like a title like the world had so much cool interesting shit about it and we didn't really get to, like... It's just kind of set dressing for yeah, the movie exactly. rather than, like,
0: purposeful, but...
2: Which is too bad. Yeah.
0: So it's a prequel to
2: Waterworld.
0: Kind of. Okay. Like our current life is. In a way. Right? Yeah. Uh, my
3: basement has been Waterworld a couple times this year. <laughs> <so>. <laughs>
2: I do think... I, 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 I feel bad because I don't know that Lisa Joy is going to get another at-bat because this is not being received well. And I kind of get why, but I don't think it's as bad as people are making it out to be. But yeah. I think if she had co-written from, I did some research on it and they said this script hit the, uh, hit the, the scene in like 2013, 2014. It was on like the blacklist, but they were saying that there were repeated years of studio notes saying it's not ready. Like it's, it's kind of incomprehensible. There's too much, it's too mm-hmm. complicated and there's not enough time spent on a lot of stuff. And she still has the sole writing credit Yeah. and I wish she had brought somebody else in on it with to, just to look at it from yes, another just angle. to look at it and kind of buff off the edges maybe say you could lose this subplot you could lose
0: you mean um, like a george lucas no i'm just kidding
2: <laughs> and no no so not anybody <laughs> she could have brought in somebody though and i mean like there's yeah just bring in yeah. somebody to help co 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 author it with you even just to give you you have story credit and writing credit but somebody else just to kind of help flesh out what should be there and what shouldn't because there's a ton that's really cool mm-hmm. there's a big Sort of reveal towards the end that I thought was awesome and worked excellently, and I was completely I was like, that's really, really cool, but there's a lot of decisions that and and character choices that make no sense, mm-hmm. and I was like that why why did you do that? You didn't <laughs> need to do that, and like, it just was very strange, yeah, uh, but cool, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I'm not at all upset that I watched it. I would like to watch it again, and I think Lisa Joy was aiming for something. And she achieved it for the most part. And going back to that kind of style, it, it felt like a pretty consistent uh, tone throughout the movie, for better or for worse. And I'd like to, I'd like to see her kind of explore that a little bit more. And honestly, there was a lot about this movie that reminded me of Bioshock.
4: Mm. And I was, yeah. like, mm-hmm.
2: I wouldn't be upset to see her involved in that if it, if it just had <laughs> some better writing. Is all yeah, because like. like the visual sensibilities are there. Yeah, like it was, it was cool as hell to look at. And there was a one fight sequence in it that I was like, well, that was sweet. like there was a really weird um set piece sort of that happened. I think it's in the trailer kind of. We kinda of talked I I won't spoil it. It's pretty cool. I would recommend it. I mean like you said it doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh, just kinda know that it's it's bumpy. Come
0: in with lower expectations. Yes. And it um, it's, and
2: it's bumpy and that you're gonna have to get past some weird performance things and some uh
0: and too much hue.
2: Too hue. Too
0: hue. Uh yeah, it's on uh HBO Max for people to see right now.
2: Or the theater, um, if you're or dying the to theater. go to the theater, maybe. It I kind of almost. I wonder what it would have been like if I had seen it in the theater. I don't know. I might yeah. I might have been more upset with it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe worth checking out if any of that sounded interesting to you. But
2: if you like that genre, like if if you want to play the uh, Trebek genre button,
0: I don't have uh, that one. Okay. Genre.
2: genre. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> if you if you like that kind of. Genre and the, that styling, I would definitely say check it out because you'll probably get a lot more out of it than than if you don't, for
0: sure. Like me, maybe. Uh, all right, next up, Disney Plus Marvel Loki, finished a while ago, but I did still want to talk about it. Um, and Willie, you, I mean, you haven't been on in a while due to technical difficulties, so I figured. <laughs> uh,
3: well, sometimes, yeah. Well, I think technical difficulties twice. <laughs> uh, being (laughs) tired and, and not
0: tired. And also child who doesn't like going to bed problems other times. Yeah. Well, we
3: stopped naps. Yes. Which cures the not going to bed at night. That's good. That's good. So, yeah, I mean, it makes, it it makes the last couple hours of the day real interesting, (laughs) but, Um, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So Loki, uh, six episodes on Disney plus available now, uh, all 6 directed by Kate Herron. Show is created by Michael Waldron, who's of Rick and Morty fame and will be writing has written Doctor Strange, Strange with uh mm-hmm. with Sam Raimi at the helm. Um Yeah. Sam Raimi is directing the next Doctor Strange. <laughs> Raimi,
3: film. are you are you woofing Raimi or Waldron?
2: Oh no, I'll never woo Raimi. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, Oh, uh, "Woo Raimi. Woo."
3: Okay. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> woo. Uh, I, mean, I know Oz wasn't like you know great, but <laughs> Jesus. all right, he's still giving him a woo. You guys
0: mentioned that that was like his one of his last
3: movies. That he speaking did. of Ramy, horror movie yearbook. On our next episode, we'll be doing a uh, Sam Ramy bracket. So Ramy, for that. Uh, yes, Oz that. is not going to win. <laughs>
0: Six episodes. We, I think, did we review? I don't know. It's not. Weird. I'm sure we did. Uh,
3: Oz. yeah.
2: I've never seen it. I don't, okay. I don't think you're did. fine. Yep. Yeah. I, I you're know. Good. yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm good. Almost that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Probably for the best. Now it's fine. I don't know. It's relatively inoffensive. Loki. <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh,
0: this is the third Marvel TV show that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and very much centers around Loki. Mm-hmm. And uh, has to do <laughs> with him. Lokis. And several other Lokis doing things that a time authority does not enjoy. Sure. Um, I think it's hard to not talk about this without going to spoilers. I think we need to
3: just so, preface that right out of the gate. You know, we'll
0: for us it. to sit here and try and, yep, it's just not worth it. It's been it. a while. Spoilers start immediately.
3: Yeah, if you haven't seen Loki, see Loki, I guess, and then, you know. Willy, give me Or your, if you don't care about spoilers, then. You
0: know. Give me your initial impressions real quick. We'll go around yeah, real yeah, quick.
3: Yeah. Um, it's the best of the Disney Plus series mm. thus far, my opinion. Um, I think Uh, WandaVision was very strong. Mm-hmm. I was very emotionally invested in WandaVision, but I, th- I do think the finale fumbled. It didn't quite deliver. No, it didn't. And I think part of that was whether they admit to it or not, and they don't seem to want to admit to it, the creative decisions were a problem in some ways. Mm-hmm. And I do think that fan expectations based on previous knowledge were a problem as well. The internet hype machine yes. took it a little so far. So I think WandaVision was really, really strong. I think it didn't quite stick the landing for me. Um... Falcon Winter Soldier was a disappointment, no question. Mm-hmm. And I do think some of it was out of their control because of COVID-related stuff. I get it. doesn't matter. The finished product at the end of the day, I think, was a disappointment overall. Yeah. I think the character work with Sam and Bucky was great. Mm-hmm. I think the plot sucked. Yep. Um, Loki is, I think, for the most part, minus maybe one of the episodes, I think hits the things I want it to hit for a Marvel property and, and opens up Opens up possibilities for future stuff. Yeah. Which I really appreciated. I didn't think either one of the previous shows did that. And I don't want them to spend... I don't want it to be Iron Man 2 where you're spending more time trying to set up future stuff. Table setting, yeah. Exactly. Then you are developing your characters. I think Loki walked a fine line between the two. Mm -hmm. Um, It's funny because Loki was a show I went into that I was the least excited for. in that initial slate announcement and... I was tired of Loki. I'm, I'm. I thought the send off was uh, send off. You want to call it, that was fine. In Infinity War, he's gone. He's done. He, I guess he kind of redeemed himself to a certain extent. But I was mm-hmm. ready to move on. So this was a tough sell for me. And I actually wound up thinking it was worthy of bringing that character back. Um. So yeah, no, I thought I thought it was. I thought overall it was really it was a fun ride, and I enjoyed quite a bit of it. So
4: yeah.
0: All right, John. What did you think of Loki?
1: I liked it. Um. I would say it's probably. The same, I would say, it's my favorite of the Marvel shows. Uh, I'm not, I wasn't a huge fan of Loki throughout the series. The character just kind of bugged me and didn't care for him. But uh, watching the show actually kind of flipped that around. And I think, you know, I like the story. I like the character. I like all the different Lokis. Uh, So, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. And I think it's the strongest of the three. All right.
0: Nick, your succinct thoughts on Loki.
2: The opposite of what those guys said.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Wow. All right. I I enjoyed it quite a bit. It didn't quite hit all of the... Uh, from what some of the writers were saying and where they were trying to go with certain things, not all of the episodes to me were like a home run, but honestly, like the final episode and Jonathan Majors made me literally forget anything I didn't really like about the mm. show, which is the opposite of how Nick feels. <laughs> so but no i i mean i I enjoyed jonathan majors in um lovecraft country which was not a fantastic tv show but i enjoyed it in a lot of ways um
2: quick quick, uh aside on that i've watched the first two does it get i like it so far does it does it lose steam because i've heard several other people say it wasn't that good and i think it's really good so far or do i just I think differ. it's.
0: I think it's got a very interesting hook, and I think on like individual bases, the episodes are very interesting. But I think the great, the the greater arc of it all doesn't really, doesn't really wrap up in a way that like feels satisfying to me.
2: Okay, that's right. that's my main mean issue to, with it. Uh, I just was you're just wrong, like, Nick. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I could no. I could be.
0: <laughs> no, I, I I felt the same way you did. Like the first couple episodes in, I was like. This is great. And yeah, like, I, I like it. Yeah. By the end of it, I, w- I just felt like I wanted a little bit more out of the landing.
2: Okay.
0: Um, But Loki, I would say, for me, is the opposite. I think um, one of the things that's interesting for me with Marvel right now is that their very rigid schedule of movies and things feels like they've had to make weird concessions and flip-flop things around. And I want to know if Loki was meant to be this introduction to the multiverse that it ended up being um and supposedly it was not and maybe uh what do they call him
2: he he, at, who remains. he who he remains, who remains
0: yeah. was not necessarily going to be there pre-covid and during covid he that's my understanding as well becoming a part of it um and so it feels as though everybody has kind of known thought hoped that Marvel would be heading in this multiverse direction and the show really played into that. And I loved the TVA. Um, I really enjoyed the aesthetic of the show. I enjoyed a lot of the world building that they did with what the TVA was. And is it a little disappointing that in the end, it's kind of this facade for he who remains a little bit, but at the same time, it continues to be a thing, even though that facade has kind of been ripped away as we see in that final episode. Um, but Jonathan majors coming in to be he who remains and just kind of like doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Honestly, for me felt super refreshing compared to the staleness that Loki has been in a lot of the Marvel universe so far. And so I think it's going to be interesting to see as Jonathan Majors comes back, because he is cast as King the Conqueror, or he was cast in Quantumania, the next Ant-Man movie, mm-hmm. and that was publicly announced, yeah. we will see him coming back as this character, and probably as Kang the Conqueror, different versions, maybe of in the... different versions of Kang, and Nathaniel Richards, or whatever his name technically is. Which is, is.
3: comic, I mean, this, that's all comic stuff. Yeah. You
0: know. I'm interested to see him get to be a different person every time we see him, Yeah, maybe and uh and i think that will be very cool and it feels like this really broke open the marvel universe as we knew it
3: i meant to say i forgot the score rules the score like, is very very it's cool it's really the score good score is really cool the theme is really really cool yeah. yeah there's a couple beats in the score throughout the show that the that, uh, using flight of the valkyries mm. when richard e grants loki is conjuring asgard is so rad <laughs> it's so sweet yeah it was
2: a great score Yeah. yeah
3: um i have to say
0: i'm kind of tempted nick what didn't really work for yeah you. yeah
2: no i want to no I, I, i'm not and I, I'm yeah, yeah
3: we're
0: not trying to pick on no. you obviously oh no don't worry and i know I'll, that you I'll will fly yeah, let's, yeah. <laughs> hear let's hear it let's
2: hear it i didn't want to be the lone asshole in the corner
0: you're not an asshole um and plus alex is in the corner yeah, so you're fine yeah i'll be the asshole there's, at there's the three side. assholes in different corners <laughs> of this that's couch sure there are no, no a lot of assholes so. on one couch yeah
2: um, including Tim's has left a permanent <laughs> yes, perma yes. the, the Tim Divot is yeah, there. The Tim yeah. Divot is here. Tim Divot's a good name. Tim Divot. That'd be like a key grip on a, on a cast <laughs> no, that's list. A, that's a, a celebrity Divott. alias when they check into yes. a hotel. You're right. You're Tim right. Divot's here. Like it's Neil. Toby B. McGuire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tim Divot. <laughs> um, I don't. I'm. I'm so exhausted of Loki, and <clears> there's <throat> nothing about this show that made me less exhausted of Loki because it started and he like has this great humbling moment, and I was like. Okay, is this the time that he decides to be good? Like, it's just a character who has received so many chances and so many opportunities to to be better and never does. So I was like, why do I have any really, any reason to believe that this will be any different? And the whole time I just was like, I just don't care. Like he, I just don't care. Uh, I don't care.
3: Well, and there's there is an to be fair to that to that to the, the, there is an element of this is not the Loki we even followed.
4: Yeah, no, that's. They, 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 I mean, they do a, They do
3: a good job. I think of. Finding a way to, even though it is not the Loki that we followed throughout the movies, they do, I think, do a cool job that works within the plot of giving this Loki the information and, in a way, the memories of the Loki that we did follow because, because through the yeah. through the TVA like processing, you know, they showed the yeah. highlights. But here, sure. here is your life. Um, uh-huh. That that kind of works. But you know, I I do I would agree that there is an element of, um at least for me, I, I was able to get through it and to view this in the same way I viewed vision in a uh, WandaVision. There's two visions in WandaVision the same way I viewed, uh, God, what's the right thing to call red vision, red vision, right? I viewed red vision and WandaVision or, or WandaVision vision in WandaVision. I don't know. Uh, the same way I viewed him as a different character from the vision that we had seen in the movies, right. I was able to mentally kind of go, okay, this is a different character, even though it's Loki and it's Tom Hiddleston I was able to <laughs> see, and I think that is our issue right there, right? I mean, that's that. It, if you, if you're at a point, and I, like I said, I was tired. I, I was tired of Loki too. But I think if you're at a point where you're like you're over, like far over it, you're gonna have a hard time jumping in anyway, regardless yeah. of what the show does. You're gonna go. I just don't give a shit. Like so, it, and I think if you come in with that, it
2: it doesn't well, matter what the show does. No, if the show's good, I'll like it. Like, yeah. If,
3: you don't think the show's
2: good? No, no. <laughs> well, really? No, I don't like... the That's only. The only me. episode I liked was the fifth one with all the other Lokis, because I was like... Which this, is great. This is Yeah, sweet. I agree. Yeah, yeah. No. That was great. I liked, Lone, I liked Owen Wilson. Yeah. I was kind yeah. of Lowen Wilson. Lowen <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> I liked Owen Wilson. That was fun. <laughs> I liked some of the TVA stuff. I liked the sets. I liked the way they just threw away everything powerful and important that ever mattered. They were just like, oh, those are those are paperweights. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's funny. Um, but I just, I don't know. I couldn't bring myself to really, there's this funny old, like, um, meme of like George Lucas on in like a, from like the eighties standing in like a workshop of all the star Wars creatures and like all the stuff. And then there's a picture of him in front of a green screen. That's like from when he's making a fan that's yeah. how I feel about this show. Because every time there was a scene that wasn't in the TVA, I was like, this is the fakest looking shit I've seen in forever. It just like, all i didn't all the worlds they were on that were being destroyed and like the the whole action sequence at the end of episode 3 like the long take or whatever 4 i think oh god yeah. it was miserable it like the everything about it i just like this is people running around in a green room and i just like couldn't i couldn't buy into any of it cuz it felt so artificial um i do like the music the music is really cool i liked some of the ending i guess but also the whole time i was like they're just making it so I don't care about anything anymore. Like nothing matters at this point because anything they do
0: can be waved away, can be waved away. Yeah. Any
2: character arc, any character progress, any character death, any, anything meaningful that happens can be waved away or just nulled out. Like, Oh, but that's a different version of that guy that did like they set it up. So I, so, like, so, okay. So, so here's the trouble though.
3: So, so I, I, I see what you're saying. I, I did it. I, I had that same mentality for a while there. At first, I was like, this is dumb. Well, not dumb, but this is... Ver- now we're just doing comics.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Nothing mm-hmm. matters. Character deaths are there to sell a comic book, and then they're going to bring them back and sell more comic books, and they bring them back. I get that. I'm with you. <clears throat> and I'm not saying that, you know, this is the right way of thinking. This is my way of thinking in the way that I kind of was able to get through that with, with so far with the shows and the movies. And it could get out of hand, I will admit. This could become <laughs> a problem. We're not there yet, in my opinion, but it could become that. Yeah. Um When I view those, when I view them as different characters, I have an easier time with it. If I view, when I view movies Loki and show Loki as completely different characters because they've had completely different experiences after a certain point, I enjoy it more because everything that happened to the previous Loki in the movies and stuff and his journey still matters because that was his journey. Right. This is a different journey when I try and do that, same with the vision thing that I think the vision thing was a nice setup for this in a weird way. Well, they weren't doing the multiverse thing like we thought they were with Wanda vision, mm-hmm. but in a way, um, the two visions thing helped kind of my mentality on that because I fell in love with, with Westview vision, yeah, with oh red yeah. vision. Sure. And when he died, I was like, that's a whole different character. That's a different, yes, it was a construct of Wanda's, uh, psychic psychosis powers, or whatever yeah. yeah yeah we but but he was a living breathing character for his time he spent in westview and he was a different vision than the one i've watched in the movies and white vision's a different vision in a lot of ways than the ones that i watched so i it's been hard for me to do that because in comics usually multi alternate universe versions look different and yeah. they're different you know what i'm saying right so once i was able to do that and this ain't gonna help your appreciation of the look if you don't like the look of the loki <laughs> show you know but, <laughs> but i think moving forward like for me, it's helped doing that. Where I go, this is a this is not right. this is Loki B or Loki Beta. Sure. I don't know whatever you want to you know. <laughs> the thing about the <laughs> Loki. I I, I yeah. see what,
2: what you're saying, and I don't have a yeah. problem with like in inherently of like multiversal sure. type subject matter. Um, but with Vision, at least the Westview Vision, who was a wonderful character on his own, yeah, he served a purpose in informing Scarlet Witch's growth. And Loki is such an egocentric character that, like, he literally spends the whole show with another version of himself. Like, it's just this never-ending cycle of bullshit with that character where it's just, he he only, and everyone, I shouldn't say everyone, but many people were, like, excited about this, like, kind of dynamic. And I was like, but it's the same character, just a woman who has a different history, but, like, at its core, they're kind of the same. Like, I just can't really get beyond that. And yeah, which is probably a little bit hypocritical because I know that I could watch like like Star Trek 09 like I see Zachary Quinto Spock and I see Leonard Nimoy Spock and I think that's sweet
3: because they are two different characters even though they're both Spock. Yes, right.
2: So this is hypocritical of me and maybe it's just because that was handled in my opinion very like artfully and how they and plus they only glance off of each other and then they move away. But this show—I like,
3: wonder if it's the fact that it's Hiddleston again too. That could be a. a I thing. like Tom
2: Hiddleston, like in the other stuff. No, I, I'm
3: not. I'm not. I don't think you're. I, I don't <laughs> think you're dug in Hiddleston as as an actor or, right. or his performance. Uh, what I'm saying is, I I wonder if there's an element because I, I I I'll be bummed if I hear otherwise. But I'm assuming you probably enjoyed Richard E. Grant Loki. Yes, of course. Okay. Okay. Course. Great. Um, um, he's but, not Gator Loki, but yeah, Gator Loki yeah. rules too. Yeah, like, was really <laughs> yeah he I liked ass. all those Lokis. Like, they were yeah, all sweet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I wonder if maybe because it's Tom Hiddleston coming back and playing Loki, that maybe that automatically you're like, I, I think it's, it's him again. It's, it's 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 this performance again, and we're doing this all. Like I almost wonder if the the lead Loki in the show wasn't played by Hiddleston and was an alt version of Loki maybe if Sylvie was the lead in the show or if young yes. kid Loki was the lead in yes. the show I would have or if Richard E. Grant is the lead in yeah. the show, I think that would be more of a...
0: To me, like Sylvie is really the protagonist of the show. But for me, I think... Up to a point. The reason why, I think completely, I think yeah. she is the protagonist and I think Loki is kind of the side character in the story that is affecting change. But the thing that failed for Nick is that by the end of the show, you don't sit there and see that Hiddleston Loki has finally for once wanted to, cared about something other than his own being, even if it has to be another Loki, which I think for me worked, but I also kind of get it because you're just kind of like, Sylvie's just another another Loki. I think what they failed on for you is they don't really tell us why Sylvie still ended up being a Loki, even if like she got abducted from Asgard, you know, they don't delve into like, why these splinters of Loki, like the closest we get to it is in episode five, when you start to learn a little bit more about like Richard E. Grant is the same Loki, but he just got old and finally missed Thor. And then, yeah, he's Tom to Hiddleston,
3: but he literally survived Thanos and lived in isolation for
0: years. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then when he tries to come back to humanity, that's when the TVA strips him. And Plus, his costume is, yes. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> so like, I think there's. I think one of the things that I'm dissatisfied with the show, even though I enjoyed it, is the fact that like we don't get to know why Sylvie became the way she was. It is mostly just this. You need to understand that her being plucked out of the TVA made her this weapon to destroy the TVA when we should be understanding what made this woman Loki Different from Tom Hiddleston, and they they're just disinterested in telling you that.
3: Well, so I could I could I could go two ways about this. One is the annoying way, which I'll do first, which is the they always plan to do a second season, so you're probably going to see more about Maybe. why she became, which yeah. is annoying because.
0: Tell me a full story.
3: Agreed. The other way is I think we get enough from the flashback of her being yanked away as a little. I mean, imagine There's, being imagine being. Imagine sitting here right now with all of your friends recording the podcast and all your memories and a bunch of strangers come through that door and pull you out and you watch the people that you love dissolve in front of you and then they throw, lock you in a cage and say You're, you shouldn't even exist. You'd be pissed. I, I get that. But there's also so, like the,
0: the implication of the scene of her getting removed, the thing that a lot of people were buying into is the fact that she's like playing with dolls and seems to be heroic and has heroic inclinations. Maybe, yeah. And that is never, something we could delve into sure, Exactly. Yeah, but right. like that's the thing is like that's the meat and potatoes that could have been some of the impetus that would have made Nick be like, Okay, here's why Sylvie's actually interesting, and maybe Hiddleston Loki having feelings for her is interesting because of that but because you don't get any reason for him to have that change I kind I think it's kind of funny because it's like Loki's such a fucking narcissist that the only person he could fall in love with is himself
3: which on the surface level is very funny and and Owen Wilson's character even says it like he's like he's like yeah like you're sick (laughs) like of course you want you know so there is that but I do think that there is once again, it could be me viewing that viewing this Loki as a different Loki, right? But I do think I got enough of the the growth from this version of Loki.
0: I think I did for too. me to be
3: for me to be satisfied with where he's left at the end of the because to me he does, and I think it's informed by. I do think that him the him and Sylvie thing is a big part of it. Obviously, it's inarguable. I mean, whether or not it was written well or it felt rushed, the two of them having feelings for each other. I I could see an argument for either one of those things, but I do think it's just as much informed by meeting these other versions of himself. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important, and I think that it's ju- it's also just as much informed by him meeting and actually having forming some sort of bond with Owen Wilson's character, which is funny because they're such different people and they're from such different places. But they do sometimes you like they don't necessarily dig deep into why the two of them bond, but like by the end they like give each other like a nice little hug. Like there's like yeah. a a moment there. Sometimes you meet people in your life that, like, you bond with and you can't explain it. Like, even if it's for a short while, you meet people and you're like, like, I like this person. Like, they make me feel good, you know, and and so that's nice. But when he sees, so he meets these other Lokis, and he literally is looking in a mirror. I mean, I guess when he meets President Loki, he is. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. it's Hiddleston again. So here he is seeing, like, a version of himself that won, that got all the things that he thought he wanted, and that's President Loki, and he's a a, a monster. He's a bum. Like, he's, you know, he sucks, He's seeing a kid version of himself who killed Thor, who was vengeful enough to like, kill his own brother. And I. the performance I got from the kid Thor actor was kind of despondent and bummed out and just miserable and not wanting to be there. He sees Richard E. Grant's Loki, who is a version who followed the exact path he did
4: mm-hmm.
3: and still... Ended up alone. still ended and, up alone and miserable. Yeah. So he's seeing all these different things and realizing that in all these ways the things these Lokis did were self-serving. Every way. In one way it was self-serving in the sense that he would do anything to survive so he just disappeared into nothingness and, and hid out. In one way it's he was self-serving because he went ahead with his plan and conquered the world and blah blah blah. You know like and he, he finally sees this and goes, what am I doing? Like this is dumb. Now that's a pretty easy way to make a decision to not be self-serving anymore when you see actual versions of yourself that have done it and screwed up but in the comic book universe it works and it might be the only thing that could change loki was to literally see versions of himself go that are like look how sucky we like, like sucky our existence is i don't know sure. there is a moment there where i i the, the change i see in him and i think most people are focused on the sylvie loki romance which i totally get and it, it's a big part of the show and it works in some ways for me and it doesn't work in other ways for me it does feel a little rushed but you only have so much time i guess to develop these two while they're on the run and blah 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 what worked for me and where I bought the change in Loki and the change in Hiddleston, where I saw the change in the performance, was actually maybe it's because I'm a sucker for the, for Richard E. Grant, but is the moment when he sacrifices himself and he he conjures Asgard to distract the the monster enough, Eliath or whatever it is, to distract it long enough for them to get through the, you know, yada yada, mm-hmm. to go see Jonathan Majors, and there's a there's that like there is that moment of like where where he there's 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 more to it him yelling glorious purpose to me is like that like like in that moment Richard E. Grant's Loki is like n- now I've achieved my He's glorious purpose like yeah. I have finally done something to help somebody else like this is it you know mm-hmm. I thought that was cool I, I just for me that was the moment where that this version of Tom Hiddleston's Loki is like now on a different path like truly on a different path but and I bought you know, into a
0: lot of that too but I don't begrudge the idea that no, it wouldn't work
3: right? no like I, it's I think it's all it, it's there's nothing I think it's That's the, not valid about Nick's. It's yeah. the
2: fact that it it it's just by the end it just doesn't really matter. Like like we kind of said and I, I don't know what has to change in order for me to start to be invested in that again, but right now it just feels like maybe I'm being a little bit cynical because I know that it's Marvel and I know it's Disney, but it just feels like a way to keep just milking content and mm. and stories without them really having as much meaning anymore like if maybe if that 2012 avengers loki had been the one to sacrifice himself and let others go on i might have been like oh cool like he has a he has a close to his story but right now i'm just like other season and there's going to be like it just I don't know. The The other two Disney Plus series were way, I, were way, way, way more satisfactory for me, despite their faults, especially Falcon and Winter Soldier had a lot of problems, but at least I felt like satisfied with where the characters were going and where they wound up. And maybe it's because they're, they're just dudes. And like, they have one shot and they, and that they have to get it right. And if they die, they die. And then that character's gone. Although not anymore, we can just... We can just make another Falcon who's played by somebody else. We can make <laughs> another T'Challa who's played by somebody else. Like, yeah, part of that is ingenious because you can just keep going. But also, from a storytelling level, for me at this point where I am, ten years ago I probably would have thought this was pretty cool. But now I'm just like tired, and I'm I'm just tired. Fifteen <laughs> years almost of Marvel shit, and I'm just like, guys, I'm fucking I'm tired. <laughs> and now, now they,
0: they now there's more of it than ever coming out well, every yeah, week. No,
2: now there's literally infinite of it, and I'm it just feels like. The stakes aren't there anymore. Like truly nothing character wise really necessarily matters. And like maybe on this week's episode, Loki will make a good decision to be a good character, but then next time he won't be. And it just I don't know. It didn't it didn't feel like this series to me had the focus that the other two did. It felt like I the whole time I was like, What's this MacGuffin they're chasing? Now like the whole time I just was like, What the what's this show even about? And I just wasn't happy with being on the journey with these two ding dongs with each other. And I just (laughs) I, I was just like, in, Tom Hiddleston's dancing and singing an Irish jig. I'm like, what the fuck is this show? <laughs> like, I just couldn't, I was not buying into it. And that's probably just on me. But the other two, I at least felt some sort of cohesive drive to to push the story to the ending. And this one, I just kind of felt like I was just like being dragged along. And it just, I just didn't feel a lot of pull throughout it, other than the mystery of like, who slash what is the TVA? And then in the end, they couldn't even commit to that. They were like, oh, they're not real. <laughs> And I was like, cool, so this show doesn't just mean anything. It means nothing and everything at the same time. I just was like, it's just not a story for me. And the end, yeah, I just, I, I was liking it more. Like, I kind of liked some of episode four. I I, I struggled through it because the guy in the Discord, it was, I was like, I should at least keep watching it. Mm-hmm. And then episode four, I like liked a little more. I was like, okay, this could be cool. And then I saw like the teasers for five or whatever, and I was like, oh, dang. And I watched five, and I loved it. I was like, this one is sweet. Thorfrog. <laughs> I didn't even see that until you told me and I went back and found it um, and then episode 6 I just like hated so much and it was my least favorite one So then I was like cool I guess that's, that's that like I can't even bring myself to play what if now cause, like I haven't watched it because I'm just like god I'm just exhausted
0: uh, if you do um, I'll watch maybe oh. skip episode 3
2: <laughs> okay
0: just gonna put that out there
2: yeah. is there a lot of Loki it's I'm just, just gonna put it out there <laughs> it's at the point now where there is I just have such limited time and such limited interest and I have to just be a little more selective and I have to hope that if I'm going to roll the dice on something, it might at least be interesting. Even if it swings big.
0: Even if it's two hours do, and got a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes, but Alex watched it and he hated it. Can, yeah. You should check out well, Reminiscence. Because, yeah,
2: yeah, because <laughs> as derivative as that is, of I, a lot um, of other stuff.
3: Can I can I ask you, a, Like, this is an honest question, Like, were you and I spent and 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 all of us spent, but definitely you and I late nights the video stores for years and years. We spent so much of our time from like 2008 to like, whenever you left the store and after even. Yeah, I worked there till 2014. So for years and years and years, uh, spent all this time talking and speculating about whatever the new Marvel thing was. And then we'd go see it and talk about it and all that. Stuff. Like, do you think that like with Endgame having been, like the end of that kind of story that they were doing throughout those do you f- almost feel a sense of like i'm kind of over it now like, that was like that we've was, reached the that end that was your off ramp and like whatever's here now <laughs> yeah kind of like like whatever happens uh, next like ramp off the top of a
2: parking garage <laughs>
3: <laughs> like if i like it great but if not like okay too like i just don't really like, care that much because i felt that same way too if i'm being honest like i i have felt i will say i enjoyed loki like i enjoyed i enjoyed Wanda, wandavision vision like i said and i you know i haven't disliked everything but like i'm finding it harder to get excited and interested in things like shang chi which i'm down like i'm down for a marvel big budget martial arts field that sounds cool like i'm uh, cool with that in yeah. theory but i find myself less less invested. other than spider-man because
4: <laughs>
2: yes that feels like that feels analogous kind of like the end of like star wars episode 9 like right like we've we've Done that Skywalker saga now. It's over. Yeah, like great, and I love those movies for the most of them. Well, Endgame
3: was better than Episode Nine. Yes, but... <laughs> yeah, like
2: but like that era of like of those characters and that cinema feels like it it had a beginning and a and an end. <laughs> yeah, since <laughs> <And> stuff <laughs> in, in between. Um, yeah, I like to an extent. Yes, 20, 22 is, middles. I was wondering, there's an
3: element of that where like almost like the height like there's. Well, it's but it's kind of specific you can't recapture because, the magic of that first. No, no, no. You know,
2: but but also like it was it was the right time. at on a personal yes, note, yes, in yes, my yes. Life, yeah. Back of course, then. of course. But like giving Wanda a show is sensible because she hasn't had a chance to shine, be flushed out, right? Yes, yeah. Giving Sam and Bucky a show is sensible to sure. me because they're I feel they've been side characters in a lot of ways. They've been side yeah. characters. They they have. The opportunity to grow, and also I'm I'm genuinely interested in, in. There's more story to tell with them. To me, there is not more story with Loki. Sure, Loki's well,
0: only had like twelve movies to grow. Dude, though. Loki yeah. has
2: been yeah. in every movie, and <laughs> I think I, 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 I there's I'm just, with you. There's like, no more. There's no more thematic ground for me to cover with Loki. If you told that story with a different character, I probably would have liked a okay. lot more. So
3: I'm with I'm, I'm with you in the sense that I do I. I I would agree that there's definitely it's it's an apples and oranges thing in a little way, in a little bit because it's like yeah, it makes sense for those side characters to have those stories told because we haven't been able to. They're they're always in group movies yeah, or they're supporting characters in a solo movie, whatever the case may be. With Loki, he's been
2: well, and they're interesting. You know, Loki's just like a, a binary switch. He's well, like
3: the the thing with I think the thing with Loki and the, the <clears throat> they use Loki for better or worse, depending on how you feel about it. I think the thing with the Loki show that's different from those other previous shows is that this is more of a, like a world building, opening things up that's, for the future. I think this opens things up for for what we're seeing with Spider Man. I think it opens things up for what we're seeing with What If. I think it opens things up with what we're going to see with uh, Strange. Yeah. I think it's. I think this is the initial step in 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 deciding what the what we're building to in this next whatever phase, but, whatever the, they call them in in Marvel phases. But what sagas. was this
0: going to be pre COVID when He so Who Remains was My understanding
3: was not my understanding, around. and this is online whatever. Yeah. Hearsay bullshit. That, yeah. Correct. So who knows? Is that the original plan before COVID was that the the person in charge of the TVA was not Jonathan Majors or He Who Remains. It was a n it was a version of Loki who won. Okay. Who got everything he ever wanted and he had conquered every universe he'd conquered time itself and how he must be the happiest and he's miserable and so loki like finally sees like the the fruits of his labors after all this conniving and backstabbing it felt and like it was building toward that that was the natural build i think and that was the plan and then they Would were that went, have been? you know what here's an opportunity for us because we do we have to realign with covid stuff when things are releasing let's take let's let's have majors come in for a day
2: and shoot the stuff and that's a Doctor Doom story right there. Yeah. Conquering all of time and then being miserable about dis- it. Dissatisfying. Where's my mom? Yeah. <laughs>
3: would
0: that have been more satisfying for you, do you oh think?
2: Oh my god, if Dr. Doom had no, 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 no. <laughs> yes.
3: If
0: this was Loki. Hey, hey and... the
3: answer to that in any situation? Hey, hey. Yeah. If you ask Nick would remembrance have been <laughs> better if Dr. Doom showed up? Yes. No, if you ask Nick but... would Doom be better in Doom? chapter 9 Doom if and Doom? Doom was like, "Hey, I'm here."
4: The doom 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 yes. doom
0: but w- would that have would that arc for for loki would that have been any better because right now from what it sounds like you're saying is like i i was arriving at the same point that willie did where <laughs> wandavision was for wanda uh, falcon and winter soldier was for bucky and sam yeah. and then loki is became this vehicle for them to release Iron the Man multiverse two? yeah, yeah so mm-hmm. if it had more to do with just Loki having an arc where he sees his glorious purpose and decides that it's fucking stupid
2: uh yeah it might have I think it would have been a, a little bit uh diminished because the fact that he was running into so many other Lokis I was like it's gonna be a loki at the end like mm-hmm. it, it kind of felt like that would have been like the oh duh kind the of, obvious choice yeah which yeah. wouldn't necessarily have been bad but if it, if it had been Hiddleston I probably would have been like enough
0: <laughs> what if it was a loki played by chris hemsworth
2: <laughs> that would have been sweet <laughs> the one the one I at thought, the end <laughs>
0: you, it's liam hemsworth it's uh yeah it's Stubbs.
2: it's uh oh luke, my goodness luke hemsworth yes um yeah i mean maybe i think i do think there's a way to make loki good and interesting i just think that they need it's the same thing with what we were talking about the video game and like those the you need to be willing to move on from Tom him Tom sure. Uh, Hiddleston. Sure. <laughs> I just called him Hemsworth. <laughs> God I'm tired uh it Hiddleston, might be time need...
3: to say we don't need Tom anymore Yes and the fanboys and yes. fangirls
2: and like or or have him play it really differently like sure. actually make it different and I don't know but the, I mean I had I just had so many other fundamental ways yeah. issues with the way the show was 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 made that I just it didn't I didn't work for me really on, on most levels. So and I I didn't like I I want more from Jonathan Majors' in the future appearances because I didn't like this. Uh, I don't know what that was.
0: I love them just fucking with it. Just I showing liked up it. being like, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I wanted I do.
2: liked how crazy. That's what he I'm got, saying though. That just was the same that was what I was getting from the whole show. I was like, nothing matters. We're just doing whatever we feel I just I don't know. That's um, kind of where we're
0: headed with the multiverse, yeah, In some I guess ways,
2: so. but before I, you... I love Jonathan May, like I like, yeah. I'm so impressed with him as an actor, like especially now. I mean, I, that was before I had watched um the Last Black Man in San Francisco. Like I think he's so good, and then to see him do that, I just was like, what, what is this? Like this is like a table read gone bad. It just was so every Johnny Depp character rolled into one. I was like, this is.
0: I'd rather watch Jonathan Majors than Johnny Depp. Well, oh yes, this of course, one, but though. yeah,
2: it just I didn't, I didn't. Fair enough. Before it wasn't my in, cup.
3: Before we move into DC world. <laughs> the latest film in the yeah, DC we have more extended, extended universe. Yeah. More. Well, I don't, but you guys do. <laughs> I'm going to go pee. Um, <laughs> I've had three beers. Um, before we move on, what is everybody excited for Marvel-wise? Because like, we, we, we've discussed a little bit about, you know, like, I don't know, like, we might be feeling a little bit of fatigue. Some of us, we might be feeling a little bit of like, for me, I know I'm feeling a little bit of like, it's harder to get excited about stuff. And it's not that I don't love these characters. I do. I always have. Maybe I'm just a little bit like right. that journey was over for me, I, but there's gotta be something that we're all excited for. Marvel wise. Right.
0: So, yeah, I think but, if you would have talked to me a year ago, I was kind of off the train cause I wasn't excited for much, but yeah, sure. Uh, John, how about John, yeah. since well, what? we've dominated the conversation.
3: <laughs> Marvel-wise, uh, what You'll get to is talk s-
0: first about Suicide Squad, I yeah, promise. Yeah, is but. there
3: anything coming out that you're, like, psyched for, or? Yes. Uh,
1: one thing and for one reason only. Okay, here we go. Uh, She-Hulk.
4: Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, you yeah want I like eye? that.
1: You want to know why? Yeah. Tim Roth. Hell yeah. Mm, He's dude, coming back. Mm-hmm. I am so pumped for yes, that. beautiful. Yep,
3: that's it. I saw, I was like, She-Hulk. Did you, see, did you see? And then I saw Tim Roth. I was like, okay, yes. Did you see Tim Roth as in Shang-Chi as Abomination as well? Oh, my God now you have to, go have to see. see it yeah now i'm gonna have to see it uh, i was abomination on the is fighting wong from dr strange oh. in a in like a steel cage like food <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> great yes i'm gonna have to i see don't it. know why yeah that makes no sense but yeah so she hulk for Tim that that yeah, is a great choice it. yeah that's excellent yeah alex
0: anything um read? i mean i don't know there's nothing that's like the problem is that anything that I'm excited about is just based off of all the dumb casting news and shit that we've already heard. Like, Spider-Man looks like there it's it going to be ridiculous in a lot of different ways, and I'm just fascinated to see how it all comes together.
3: What's the thing that's going to get you... So, they, let's say, okay, Spider-Man trailer two, Spider-Man, what is it called? Uh, no, Way no Way Home. No Way Home. Yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home trailer two comes out. What's the one thing they could show you in that trailer that would make you go, uh...
4: <laughs> that was kind of
3: orgasmic. The, uh... <laughs> what is
2: it? Yeah, I didn't know what uh, that expression. Uh, it was a little bit like, uh... Uh, like uh... Uh, uh, I
3: guess, it kind of excited, but
2: yeah. What would what would be the one thing that it like, already happened at the end of the list, But was it was it Molina? Was it that wasn't
3: Molina, honestly. No. To be to be fair,
0: like I think on the ooh, the. <laughs>
2: It it you know J- what? It we're making J- a lot of sounds. It tonight. was J.K. Simmons. It was J.K. Simmons Spider-Man. at the end of oh, yeah. he
0: because yeah. you were there. Do you remember that?
2: I
3: remember the
0: noise you made. I was <laughs> fucking
3: the,
2: the, over the moon.
0: The creature from the so ritual. You, what made you the want? Same noise what of.
3: you want in the in the trailer two is three J.K. Simmons, <laughs> one from each of the Spider-Man universes pointing at each other like the Spider-Man meme. Yes, absolutely.
0: No, (laughs) here's what I'll say. I think I will be mind-blown if we see a shot of the Sinister Six and it's made up of members from all three Spider-Man universes. (laughs) That sounds fucking awesome. Okay. And and I would be pretty hype about that. That's
3: pretty sweet. But... I've got a big grin on my face.
2: (laughs) Mick? I'm looking forward to Shang-Chi because I want to see some martial arts and I'm but I'm not I don't have a lot of faith in Marvel's ability to on un, to unmarvel because 'Cause I'm sure there's gonna be some some name drops here and there that are gonna make me roll my eyes a little mm. bit. I just wanna see a cool Shang-Chi movie and move on. Um and I hope that they've taken note of like Hong Kong action movies and actually like shot it like in a really cool, compelling way, but that doesn't seem to happen much anymore. So I am looking forward to it, though, despite everything. I just, said. I am I am looking forward to. Nick, it. I asked um, what you were
3: looking forward yeah. to. I just see, I just have to, I just have to,
2: uh, I just have to uh, set myself up to, you know, be ready to be let, a little bit let down. I'm looking forward to the Eternals a lot, actually. Ah, yes, yeah. mm-hmm. those are characters. I Chloe think are, Zhao. The, yeah, she's yeah. she was uh, Nomadland was really good. I liked it a lot, a lot, and uh, a lot more than I thought I would, and it stuck with me a lot longer than I thought it would too. And I think she's going to end up being a really good. Bit. I read a bunch of Eternals comics like last year. Did you read the
3: game and run? Yeah. No Gaiman?
2: Yeah. Cool run. That art yeah. is rough, but uh, well, it's Romita. Romita, yeah. I'm not a fan. I'll be it's honest. It's not great art, but the story is really good. And are you uh, the series uh, that immediately follows that is very good, and the current series is very good, and those characters are really cool to me because they're they're not really people necessarily, but they're more like machines but they have emotion. And I think that that like, like kind of some of the WandaVision types like vision. Yes. If we can apply some of that to them, I think with Chloe Zhao's direction, it could be really good, but all of the jokes say that loosely, like Tim kind of identified that are in the trailers are so (laughs) bad. Well, this is look,
3: if we're not ready for some cringy goofball, jokey shit in Marvel movies at this point, we're not, it's going to happen. Unfortunately, it's just part of the, it's part of the deal. So Ugh. your mileage may vary given the director and the way that the jokes are handled, but they're going to be in
2: there. But that's the problem. That's, you know. that's the reason I can't really even be too excited for Spider-Man or like anything at this point, because the whole, the whole Marvel like run by committee just ultimately means that like all of these movies might land in the middle of the bell curve, mm. which is not bad, but it's not exciting. Like I, I can't even really say I'm too excited for much because I feel like what I'm going to get is ultimately going to be, like, fine, and I'm probably going to enjoy it's, my time with it.
0: It's a homogenized product of...
2: I would almost rather see, like, a big swing and a miss that at least is a little bit more interesting than maybe just something that was, like, fine, you know? Because it's, like, going through the drive through at this point. Like, I know what I'm going to get. Am I going <laughs> to like it? Sure. Like, is it, am I going to be upset? Probably not. But, like, am I going to remember it? Or, like, am I going to, like, really be excited to try it again? No. Hmm. And that's okay, I guess. But like, I just, I feel like we're at the point now where I just kind of want a little bit more out of these because we, like Willie said, we know these, char- we love these characters, and I want to see something excellent out of them. And there's just been so few movies that have really delivered on that potential. They seem to always land kind of in the middle. And
3: you know, I would agree that the recently the stuff that they've put out has been kind of like middle of the pack, even in the Marvel, the Disney Marvel stuff.
2: It's just getting more and more and Nothing's more. Nothing's quite. It's getting hit more and that more top tier for me. Mm-hmm. Just getting all um, very homogenized and like just trying to all become very samey, agree. and so then it's just kind of a bummer because I'm like eh, like even like like I I will be more excited to revisit like reminiscence than I will like Endgame or Infinity War because like that at least. I mean, it's apples to oranges, I know. But anyway, I'm just being old man yells at cloud at this point. Uh, so,
3: but Nick, funny. when Tobes shows up in the next Spider-Man trailer, you're going to lose your fucking mind. Yeah, don't, don't, he... act, don't act like you're not
2: going no, to. No, because he's from when these were sweet. Okay, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, but don't... But, but, that That's the funniest part. Like yeah. I saw somebody tweet something to that effect. They were like, people just can't connect with or care about the the tom holland spider-man so they're bringing in the, the one that worked like <laughs> the one that people 20 years later are looking back and be like oh my god remember when like i'm just waiting for defoe too yeah i need i, I heard the laugh but i need but to. like yeah. yeah there's part of that that's definitely like a s- nostalgia for us and like the yeah. fact that we grew up with that but there's also because those stories were like they were awesome they were awesome movies like, you show, like, Dave Steele just showed the first Raimi Spider-Man to his son, like, today or yesterday. He updated us in the Discord about it. And he said he was, like, losing his mind. I'm like, yeah, that movie's, what, that came out in 2002?
0: 2001 was the first Spider-Man, I think.
2: So, yeah, 20 years oh, yeah, now. 2000, yeah. 2004 was the second, I think. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. O2 oh, is right, because they removed the Twin Towers from that <coughs> yeah. yep, promo. That, that is it, yeah. That's right. Well, the only other thing I, w- I want to say, like, I i we're so close, we're like teetering on the cusp of getting really fucking weird with everything i and I into want it. them to get weird, so I would love to see,
2: oh yeah, Thor, all of
0: this shit just start to like i i, I want them to do what we were all fucking hyped about when Evan Peters showed up in okay in yes.
3: Vision. so I, yes that was I, I I'm gonna be crass here and use a term that I'm not a fan of. That was some blue balls stuff right there, with Evan Peters. Okay, because because yeah. it was it was, yeah. and they did it first with Mysterio in Far From Home when they were like, he's from the multiverse. I'm like, is he? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. No, he's not. Okay, fine. That's cool. It's Mysterio. He's a dick. <laughs> then they did Evan Peters, and I went, Nah, fuck you. This is dumb. Like, commit. Don't don't play with me like that. That's not fun playing with me. That's well, for me. Yeah. And but now we're, we seem to be doing this. Clearly, we're doing this because we've got uh we got Molina coming back yes. it's the worst kept secret that the the other Spider Men are coming back in this mm-hmm. night. and that's fine because it just builds hype which I'm sure they're not angry about but anyway they're they're coming back. So with that they can get weird like you said and I'm excited for that. Like like they can get kind of crazy with it like Fox uh, yeah. X-Men characters could pop back up. That's
0: what I'm saying. I but I want to get like really weird with it. I think the You the, want Long Punisher. <laughs> like yes. absolutely. Yes. But like even oh, like yes. I want I want like All four somebody somebody yes. brought it up as a joke on the internet, but the idea that fucking Chris <laughs> Evans comes back as the Human Torch. Please. Um, I just want to see it. So, I want to see it happen. So
3: it's that, all rumors that might be in uh supposedly Strange, he, right? he's coming back yeah. as Hydra Cap in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Which A is cool. Cap and that that's fun like... and that's awesome. And, but I but...
0: want it I want them to be to knowingly look at what the past was and just fucking embrace it. In ways that like and and I want it to be more than just fun. Like I want it. I I, I think there's there's room for them to really fuck with shit, and I just want them to fuck I'm with I'm
3: going to say nothing beyond what I'm about to say. I'm not going to spoil anything specific for anybody. But from a very, very, very certifiably <laughs> confident and and <laughs> accurate leaker... Willie is
0: Uatu the Watcher. He's am, seen yes. all of this.
3: Uh, Wanda is going to have a crazy, insane fight scene, like crazy, magic-y, <laughs> telepathic fight scene... With somebody from the Fox X Men universe in Multiverse of Madness because they're going to jump to the Fox X Men universe. All right, supposedly, but this could be too weird, right? I don't know. Whatever. No, That's...
0: get fucking. We, I want Lou Ferrigno you back want, as you the Hulk. You want
3: Howard the Duck, but the shitty Leah Thompson, mm-hmm. George yeah, Lucas, yeah. animatronic Howard the Duck.
0: To I want out. Lou Ferrigno, Eric Bana. Ed Norton and Mark Ruffalo. In, 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 in.
2: Yeah, I want four yes. Punishers. That's, no, no. Punishers.
3: this is the yes. movie. Okay, the film that the film that that Nick and I get majorly excited for is all four Punishers just grunting at each other
2: and shooting <laughs> <laughs> They 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 surround they surround a criminal from all four yes. sides with a shotgun. It's <laughs> <below> no, <laughs> their
3: it's, it's it's the RoboCop shooting dicks off scene. Yes. <laughs> with but it goes on for an hour and a half. And it's, it's a it's Punishers. a one
0: episode special on yep. they put it on Hulu because it's rated R yes. and it's just Punisher Max and it's all the of the four Punishers oh, yeah. yep. all four Punishers perfect teamed yep. yep. up just
2: ripping arms grunting
3: up. and shooting optics
0: all right well on that note I think it's time to move into the DC EU
3: bye
0: yeah bye <laughs> Willie uh
2: with Willie's gotta go pee
0: with our review of James Gunn's The Suicide Squad um so. Suicide Squad 2016 came out a long time ago. Not it good. It was not very good. No. And um they decided to go back to that well for some reason, maybe at James Gunn's suggestion. And uh and they and they decided to to make another go at it. This movie isn't really like a reboot. It's kind of just a continuation of in some ways and not in others. But um, yes, so the DC Universe, obviously not as connected as the Marvel Universe. But anyway, the synopsis on IMDb says, Supervillains Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and a collection of nutty cons at Bell Reve Prison join the super-secret, super-shady Task Force X as they are dropped off at the remote, enemy-infused island of Corto Maltese. This movie stars Margot Roby. Idris Elba, John Cena, Joel Kinnaman, Michael Rooker, Viola Davis, and many, many, many more people. Um, and yeah, it's directed by James Gunn. Uh, very recently, the director of the Garden- Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and also um, uh, God Slither, Slither, mm-hmm. Super, Super, yeah, a few other ultra-violent, gory films. And uh, you know, this is this movie is actually rated R. First rated R superhero James Gunn movie.
2: Oh yeah, I didn't even think
1: about that.
0: Which uh, is interesting. So, John Street. Yes. What were your thoughts on? <laughs> <laughs> what were your thoughts on on this uh, this incarnation of the Suicide Squad?
1: So, are we doing spoilers? Oh yeah, are we doing spoilers? I, All right, let's spoilers. do it. We're okay. just going to do full spoilers um, at this point. You, when you saw, it, did you see it in theater or on HBO Max? We saw
0: it, saw it in the theaters. theaters.
1: Oh, okay, awesome. Uh, so did I and i think that made it more amazing yeah um yeah i i love it it's good uh it's what i wanted from a suicide squad movie uh it's rated r <laughs> you get the gore mm-hmm. there's so much of it and it's funny cuz i've seen a lot of people complain about how much gore is in it but it's right in the ratings that there's excessive gore oh yeah so I'm like so why would you go see it <laughs> uh it's good the char- i like the characters i like everything he did um I don't even know what else to say other than it's just, it's good. It's a solid movie from beginning to end. He pushes, there's, there's a lot of like dialogue and things that are done that are pushed to a point where if he goes any farther, mm-hmm. it's going to be bad and mm-hmm. be annoying, but he kind of, he's good at taking you kind of right to that edge of it being too much and then stopping, uh, making fun of himself to, or like calling out jokes that you, that are obvious like the whole Harley Quinn with a gun. And you're like, why would an antique gun on a wall have a bullet in it? And as <laughs> yeah. you're thinking that, Harley Quinn's like, I can't believe this gun had a bullet in it. <laughs> you know, it's just a, a polka dot man when they first, oh, what does he shoot polka dots? <laughs> and <they> just like, <laughs> yep. Or he shoots polka dots. Like, so it's just stuff like that. And you're like, he's, he's a hundred percent of aware of everything he's putting into the movie. And even all the, the little twists and turns, in other movies, that kind of thing might get annoying, where all of a sudden they take a break, and they go save Harley. All of a sudden, they take a break, and they go do this. They take a break, they go do that. I love it all. It's good. Mm. It's it's solid performances from everyone, even, I mean, the beginning, just the, the random characters that he managed <laughs> to find, like the opening, um, I mean, Javelin, the Detachable Kid, yep. Weasel, Blackguard, <laughs> God, Savant. Weasel. Like, it's... It, They're, they're, it's just, it's so good. The acting's great. The characters are ridiculous. The opening scene with, um, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Uh, SNL. Uh, oh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Davidson. Just. his face gets blown up. Yeah. I'm like, his head doesn't get blown off. His face gets blown up. The,
0: the proper first kill of the movie. Yeah,
1: Inst- instantly. and I lost. It. I started laughing so hard, and no one else. Like my <laughs> wife was chuckling, but no one else in the theater was laughing. And I was like, what is wrong with everyone here? Is that- not
3: find- this is so insane. This is so ridiculous. Is it like realistically violent? Like, like, is it? Um, does it look like? Yeah. Is it, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Especially his gun death, has a weird yeah. way of doing that, where yeah. it's like everything's played for laughs. But when he goes far and he goes crazy violent, he'll make it look as like graphic like but not cartoon graphic. Like Mm -hmm. not like a Tarantino
2: yeah. Pretty yeah. Pretty gory. That's a good that's kind of the best word for it. Yeah.
1: It's it's solid. That that whole opening scene from seeing trailers, I'm like, well, this group is not in any other part in the movie than like the five seconds that they show. (laughs) So they're all going to die. I didn't expect it to go the way that it did. Like it just went so over the top with it that it was it was it was just great to watch. it It feels like a throwback to like because you don't see movies like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like there there really aren't any like hyper violent. It's it's weird to say hyper violent, but enjo- in in an enjoyable way.
4: Yeah, <laughs> when you have you
1: have a
2: roster of pretty bankable actors, and he yeah. just is like don't don't care. Yeah. gone gone yeah. gone
0: bankable actors but also like heroes that the heroes and villains that they don't really care about right yeah. so yes. you're like you're allowed to you know it's not yeah. like you're, you're not gonna fucking kill Superman. oh oh wait <laughs> we did do that so I, yeah. F- but for anyway. <laughs> yeah but a while yeah uh, but but no yeah it's 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 interesting to see what he's able to pull off and the mm-hmm. type of talent that he's able to attract especially now that he's uh you know
1: I think he he pulls a lot from his other works. Like you had Nathan Fillion, you had Michael Rooker, mm-hmm. um, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, like he was in Guardians of the Galaxy too. Yes, He was, yeah. And like so, he's he's able to pull from his other works. He, Sean Gunn. Mm-hmm. I mean, even his brother Weasel slash Calendar Man, <laughs> like that ran, Which I didn't. I read about this later, but standing behind Calendar Man, like this is a whole other thing too. That's so random. Apparently, the character's name is Double Down. I yeah. believe it is. Yeah. And he pulls his skin off and throw they turn into like playing cards and he throws them like cards. Like it's absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like what? I'm like I'm like that's perfectly that's that's great. That's fantastic. So it's it's just it's a good movie. There's a lot there. It's a long movie, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel like it's, I think mean, it's 2 hours and 12 minutes, something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. But it doesn't feel it. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I I well paced, yeah, definitely. And I mean, there's just so many little scenes in there. Everyone kind of gets their due. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would say probably my favorite scene of the movie is after they get caught. Well, first of all, I love the scene when they're in the bar. That whole thing is great. But after that, when they get caught and they're all in the truck, and you've got mm-hmm. Rick Flag, yeah. Bloodsport, and Peacemaker in there, and they start talking about the, uh, the one hit kill. Yeah, yeah. And then they just take everyone out in the truck, and I'm. Just, I, I started talking to my wife. I'm like, well, yeah, that makes sense. You have three of the deadliest people in the world <laughs> yeah. in a truck. And it's like, of course that would happen. What happened is exactly what would happen. Um, I Man, it's just it's a good movie from beginning to end. Everything's solid. Like I was saying, I, I don't care about the brakes. All of a sudden, you know, it cuts to Harley Quinn. And it's all of a sudden a, a Harley Quinn movie for what, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, somewhere in there. And I liked all of it. The scene where she just randomly shoots the guy and then has that whole speech about red flags. Like, you know, if, if I if I found myself falling for another guy, I'd only do one thing. <laughs> I'd murder him. And it's a and then you look back and you think, like, yeah, Harley Quinn's a psychopath. She's crazy. She's insane. But when you see her in the first Suicide Squad movie, and even in Birds of Prey, you don't really get that. Like Birds of Prey, it's more like kooky. I'm kooking crazy. Kind of a Harley Quinn. But in that scene specifically, she gives that whole speech and are like, oh my gosh, she is insane. She is insane. And it's, yeah. Um,
0: it actually makes her like, gives her motivation rather than just being yeah. insane for being insane. Right? Yes. It's not just a character trait. It's actually part of who she is.
1: Really. Yes.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I think, uh, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Nick, mm. what were your thoughts on su- the Suicide Squad?
2: Uh, Yeah, pretty much in line with John. I mean, I I liked it. I had a good time with it. I uh, The only thing, I think that uh, he, James Gunn, has been pretty vocal about the fact that this is, he was allowed, he was given free reign. Mm-hmm. He was basically given carte blanche to do yeah. whatever he wanted to with this movie versus uh, Guardians. I think he kind of indicated that although he had certainly a lot of creative input, he was still ultimately at the mercy of you know the people who hold the checkbook. And um I think Guardians 1 is where it really was the right mix. Like he hit mm-hmm. a real sweet spot with that when it was just James Gunn enough but just big budget superhero blockbuster enough to where the two complemented each other really well. Um I don't really like Guardians 2 cuz I think mm-hmm. it swung a little too far in in other directions. Uh, And this movie, I think, was successful in almost everything, but I think that James Gunn needed somebody to go. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just go. Just from time to time, like by the time the like eighth or ninth needle drop track landed, once again, I heard George Lucas isn't really doing anything right now, (laughs) counting his money. Um, once like the you know the source music hit, and I was like, oh my god, like. This is like the pilot episode of Arrow. Like, it's just <laughs> so many. This movie's on the CW network. Yes. It just was so much. And I was like, okay. He's that's... kind
0: of run out of good songs, too. Like, I think he yeah. spent it's them like all. like with TV shows. On the yeah. F- yeah. yeah. He's come back around. It's almost like Redbone. The Guardians Three soundtrack is gonna be trash.
2: <laughs> yeah, unless yeah.
0: he's like saving all the good ones for that because he came back. To I, it, yeah, but. the
2: music itself, the music selections were not as memorable, or mm-hmm. they didn't. They also didn't fit as well. Like our the Guardian stuff, even when it was like the Pina Colada song, you were like, you know what, this is kind of working. Mm. And it, there wasn't anything that really didn't straight up didn't work. It just no. like, it just didn't elevate it at all. It didn't elevate the moment or the the song itself. Like. People are going to be talking about that that um, opening scene from Guardians of the Galaxy. Like that, mm-hmm. every, that song's on the radio constantly now because it's of back that, now. Because yeah, because of that. movie. There's so yeah. much
0: of that soundtrack that has become more prevalent now because of that movie. Yes, exactly. And I didn't. I don't remember any of the songs in the Suicide Squad. I think it yeah.
2: opened with Folsom Prison. Yes, Folsom Prison Blues. Sure. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that one I was like, that, oh, that's but... cute, because they're in jail or they're in prison. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Check, and it, that, that was just a, yeah. you,
3: cynical motherfucker.
2: <laughs> it was just a little too much for me. Like from time to time, I was like, "Okay, man, like that's we got it. Like that's the thing. That's cool." But uh, like what John said, the the roster of characters is really funny. There's some really obscure. I'm sure they're terribly obscure, if not even completely made up for the movie. Um, <laughs> he just really plumbed the depths of like the DC vault. It's like he went to like. The archive at the headquarters to talk to like the chief like lore mm-hmm. nerd and was like, "Give me the D list of the D list." Mm-hmm. Like, <coughs> what'd you say? Because <laughs> I'm gonna kill him. Some again. old wizard down yeah, there. Exactly.
0: He he just went to the the DC wiki and was like, "What are the shortest articles yeah, for who, villains? Who are
2: the people that had, who are the characters that have mm-hmm. had two appearances? The guys that have combined articles." Yeah. 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 Yeah, yes. list of DC the ones the ones you can't click on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Pete Davidson's that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whose face can we shoot off instantly? Yeah. Um, I really, you know, I like, I like David Ayer. I think. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm in the same and ball. I, I, I know he can do good stuff. Like he directed Fury. Fury is yes. sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fury's got some really good, cool, like subtle character Mm -hmm. moments and character work and like they're just james Gunn is just so much more successful at at building these characters into characters like by the end of the movie i was like oh there's characters i actually care i care about them like i care about what happens to some of these suicide squatters like um there's a good handful. Actually, most of like the core team from this movie. Uh, by the end I was like I-, I give a shit about what happens to these guys.
0: And there are people who died then I'm sad
2: died. Yes. Yeah, exactly, which is not something I expected from a suicide squad movie. And yeah. but it managed to have really cool action sequences. It managed to have like fun moments of hyper violence. It managed to have pretty good villains. Um it managed to be, excuse me, have some kind of topical uh subject matter. It just it it kind of spun a lot of plates at once. It aimed for a lot of things, and I think it did them all pretty successfully. Uh, and then I looked back on the Air One, and I've still only seen the Once. Uh, it just
3: it's an ugly movie. Yes. Like, yeah, like it, it's just an ugly. Like there's nothing. I remember like the only thing I remember about it is just like I, sitting in the theater and going like this is like an like a. It's an ugly movie. Yeah. Like like the um, look of it, the the vibe of it, the. There's a cynicism to that movie that, like, it's trying to be Avengers. Like, they're fighting these mindless ghouls or Mm -hmm. something, tentacle monsters, and it felt like that was just like studio mandated. Yeah,
2: the whole thing felt very. Mm Yeah, and I'd be okay with like the the kind of cynical. I understand to an extent what some of what David Ayer was maybe aiming for, Um,
0: if that's even.
2: Well, there was a cynicism, I should say, from the studio
3: perspective to me. Like in a lot of ways, like it wasn't Ayer's like tone or vibe. Or the darkness of airs, like vision for think, the characters. It was mm-hmm. it was like a cynicism of like the make behind the scenes cynicism of like we're gonna make Avengers. We, want, is, that, we, we have, want that. We want that Avengers. Money.
2: They were really yeah. aiming for like a Guardians kind of vibe from the trailer, and I think that if anything, that's what they were really going for because they were they they cut. And it was kind of a good trailer. I remember like the way they cut it to Bohemian Rhapsody, and I was like, oh okay, so this is what they're aiming for. They're taking the bag of or the band of ragtag misfit obscuros and throwing them together and seeing you know what works. Did you call them Obscuros? Obscuros. That's awesome. <laughs> that's beautiful. Um and some of some of that movie was was okay. You're ready to get. That. I'm
0: going to Hover.com to see if the <laughs> domain's available. Obscuros?
2: Obscuros. Yes. Uh to some of it kind of worked, but most of it didn't. And that's okay. And I'm glad that they pulled out some mm-hmm. of the characters from the first movie who were working and they mm-hmm. stuck them into this one. Um. except poor Captain Boomerang yeah. Yeah, yeah hold on now now yeah. I, I'm aware
4: my man, my man yeah, I'm aware yeah.
3: now I'm not going to chime in much here because I haven't seen the fucking movie wait wait but,
0: wait Obscuros.com wait, wait. Um, uh, is 1950 it is it is $1,950 to buy <laughs> oh.
4: <laughs>
3: Obscuros it's could be our like <laughs> our like paranormal research podcast. <laughs> Sorry, the Obscuros. Um, Back to Captain Boomer. No, okay. So one of the bright lights in A, and I like David Ayer. Yeah. Uh, but one of the bright lights in that shitty movie is Jai. I can't believe I'm saying Jai, <laughs> Jai Courtney is <laughs> <laughs> Jai he, Courtney's yeah. Captain Boomerang. He's he's f- a fabulous. delight. Yes. yes. An absolute delight. And my understanding is they. Murder him very quickly in this movie, yeah, yeah. and very he, definitively in this movie. He dies bad. See, so the bump here, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, it's it's bad, yeah. it's, <laughs> not as bad as Pete Davidson, I hope, but yeah. um, it's worse, is it? <laughs> I <I'd laughs> um, say so. bad in a different way. The it,
2: yeah. it is a bit of a bummer yeah. because they Pete
3: Davidson. It was quick. I, <laughs> I I understand why they do it because like the the idea of the Suicide <laughs> Squad comics is has always been like. This is a roster of characters. Anybody can die in any issue. That's always kind of been the fun yeah. of the comics. or The, the, the fun. hook. The yeah. hook. Yeah. And they n- didn't really achieve that in any way, shape, or form with the original movie. No. Like, they only kill the goofball who yeah. has no lines. Slipknot. Yeah. 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 Who can yeah. tie ropes. Yeah. <laughs> tie ropes real good. As he's zip lining away. Immediately, I go, that guy's going to die.
0: Like, yeah. like, <laughs> gets introduced twice and so, so immediately dies.
3: It's a slip knot. He can tie. He can tie knots. Okay, cool. I learned how to do that in Boy Scouts. And that guy's don't die. So he's gonna um, So at least in this one, I guess what they do with with boomerang is that they they set up anybody can die. But why had to be boomerang? Because like 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 bring back like katana from the last one. Yeah. She sucked. Oh, bring back
2: Will Smith. Kill Will Smith. That'd be See, strange. and he, I, he ain't I think back.
0: I, part of me has to wonder like yeah, how now. much of it is. Yeah. Um, how much of it was like Jai Courtney was like I don't want to do another one of those fucking movies. No and wait. Then, and then He James... saw
3: James Gunn mm. and he would have said yeah. I yeah. I see. I don't buy that because James Gunn now is and that the crazy. See, I don't know if he will be moving forward, but they marketed <clears throat> W B marketed this movie on being a James Gunn a James, James Gunn joined. film. Yeah. Yeah. it's an auteur. He the brilliant. What is it? The the beautiful twisted mind of James Gunn. Yeah. So they marketed this movie on on on, on people, a general audiences, recognizing James Gunn's name, and that wasn't. I don't. I do not think he is that See, household name. Even with Guardian success, I think the mm-hmm. Guardians are a household name. I don't think James Gunn is that. And that, I'm not digging on James Gunn. I like James Gunn. I don't think he's reached that point yet. I think they thought he had, um, but I just I I, I don't know I. I do think though that people that are in the industry, actors and stuff, do find James Gunn to be an attractive director to work with. So I don't know about the Jai Courtney thing. I could see him going, "Oh, sweet." Well,
0: like, and what what you've made me realize is that like what he does with the team that survives the first fifteen minutes of the movie is do they really die that early on. Like it's that yeah. quick. Wow, yeah. it's,
3: dude! It's
1: the opening I would say credits. Ten minutes. Like that. so, so that's the whole thing. So that's they get killed you get off
3: at the beginning, and then you see him. You meet him again before the mission starts. Is that how it works? So that I've seen. Stuff
2: in the trailers of them like loading into the plane and they yeah, go yeah, on yes. their mission yeah. and then yeah like you see many of their deaths and then you get yeah. a brief build up as to the team coming together okay and then kind of they yeah. they do a jump back but most most Interesting. Most, of, most of that part of the cast are not beyond the first thirty minutes so weird yeah. yeah so it's fun though
3: I mean it's cool it's, it, yeah it's, it's kind of it's great. at least Poor I was like,
2: I was in the theater going oh.
0: what I will say <laughs> is that I think. What he does with those who remain, <laughs> uh, is uh, is really good. Mm-hmm. And so, part of me wonders if he's like, what the fuck am I going to do with Captain Boomerang? And that's why. Yeah. Boomerang.
2: Yeah. I, I, I wish he had held on to him a little bit later yeah. in the movie. Like you could have whacked him at the end of the like second act or something. I don't or know, even yeah. halfway through the movie. Kill
3: Killer Croc. He sucked in
2: he the first suck. Suicide Squad. Yeah,
3: that would have been a good Katana. one actually. I think because like, yeah. at least that's somebody who you have like 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 you're like oh, okay this is somebody who's returning.
2: It was probably it was probably kind of a calculated choice though. He was... probably watched it and was like you know what this guy's the he one rules. character that works. Kill that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to make the one thing. Yeah, because yeah. he, right. um, he was like I mean really like rubbing his foot on like that that first movie. Like you know what I'm only gonna the only character that really is gonna matter from this one is Harley and, uh, and Rick Flag. Rick Flag, yeah. Is yeah.
3: Javelin sweet?
2: Is Lula <laughs> fun? Is he fun at least? <laughs> He's fun. Okay, good, good. I like yeah. I'm a board. You fan. You, so. could, you could hold your breath in the amount of time he's in the That's movie. fine. Yeah. yeah. He's fun, though. Okay, good. Flula, Flula yeah. had a lot of good I YouTube love videos. Oh, oh, he's the I best. <laughs> is his deadly long legs? <laughs> <laughs> he was, when I saw he was in it, I was like, oh, yeah, shit. I, I remember love remember laughing that at this guy on YouTube like 15 years I think years I've ago. shown you yeah. his videos yeah. a thousand oh, yeah. times. Yeah, he's the yeah. best. Yeah, he, he is, he actually, he does play into the plot in a, in a more important way than many of the other characters do, which is yeah, interesting. That's true. He has a very, he plays a pivotal role in the movie, whether you know it or not. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know you're, t- mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I know. So anyway. Well, we can, sp- yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's not even that important. But yes, he is the provider of the, of the javelin. Of the javelin. And uh, he, he, he Im, uh, imbues Har- Harley with a mission. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh Which is very funny, actually, how it's all handled. Uh, yeah, I loved Bloodsport. Loved him. Like yes. he's one of my favorite superhero movie characters I've seen. Better in, than Deadshot? in a very long time. Yes,
1: <laughs> I would say definitely better than. of
3: no, Suicide Squad.
2: <laughs> what's the what's the line? That, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, he's great. I mean, Idris Elba obviously rocks. Uh, the guy gets fan cast for everything for a reason because yeah. he rules. Like he just rules, and he's, he's he he has that perfect blend of like. He can handle action, he can be intimidating. Like he's an action star, but he's also a terrific dramatic actor. Like he mm-hmm. can do a lot with just just his face in like little simple ways. And he really injects that character with a lot of depth very very immediately. And he's just really good. Like that guy's just a stud. He walks into the movie and you're like huh. Cool. Like, I feel like I know everything I need to know about this character, and I'm really into it.
0: He's also a very good foil. I think he gets to be very funny based off of other people, yeah. especially <laughs> fucking John, John Cena. C- yes. Who like? Let How me say. Cena? Let, let me let me say, Dude. after seeing Fast Nine, <laughs> waste John Cena. Yeah. Like completely What's waste right now the actor of John Cena. I
2: never thought I'd live in a world where I'd be singing the praises of John Cena and also poo-pooing Marvel for an hour. <laughs> but here we are.
0: Yeah. But he's fucking awesome in this he's movie. He's really yep. he's great. And it makes a complete sense to me why he's going to get a TV show now. Yeah. And he's it's going to be I'm good. going to fucking watch it because it's it's going to be My brain is on fire again. <laughs>
2: He's really, really good. John, yes. John Cena's
0: fucking yes. awesome. No,
3: I, I, like, I think Cena's kind of funny. He has to play a doofus, though. Yes. He does, yeah, and he totally does. And and honestly, but well, like a very, doofus. a very, dangerous a doofus. very
2: capable yeah. doofus. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> you
3: don't want to be capable, yes.
0: but is. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the funniest scenes in this fucking movie is. Yes. John Cena and Idris Elba yes. competing and killing people. It is mm-hmm.
2: one of the funniest scenes I've seen in forever. Absolutely. It's so and funny. And there's
0: just like yeah. brutal deaths and amazing kills, and just like it's some of the dumbest shit that we would do in a video game and be like, check yes. this shit out. Yep. And like, watch this. Just doing all this type of shit. And then by the end of all of these people dying, you find out that they were the good guys that were going yep. to help them it with was their so mission. They were so carried away. And- yes. Yep. And it's just.
2: Fucking hilarious. And that, that, therein lies the real, I think, genius of James Gunn. Yeah. Is that he had this great sequence and it was very funny and it was very, it was shot in a very cool, compelling way. It was very, it was very good. Hmm. And it didn't need that extra joke at the end. But, and this is so many movies, so many comedies, especially, and like comedy hybrids are so guilty of taking a joke just one step too far. Not to where it's too offensive or anything, but where it just stops being funny and you go, mm. ah, you should have stopped right there. He just gave it that extra little twist of lime at the end that just makes it even better. And you're like, fuck that, <laughs> that is so. Like I was just listening to an old review. I'm going back and listening to old episodes of Cut Print Film because it's such a good uh, old podcast. But I was listening to their episode about the Sixth Sense and they talk about the twist at the end of Bruce Willis being dead the whole time. What? And they say. I'm just <laughs> And they say, you know, they make a great point. The movie is a great movie without that. It doesn't need that element. But it's that last little bit at the end that he manages to stick in there and make it work that you're like, wow, like that adds a whole nother layer to the movie. Obviously, this is not nearly that profound because it's not played out over the whole movie. But in that scene, I just was like, I was laughing kind of a similar experience to what John had. You, Alex and Gojo and I were often laughing way
0: Way order. more than everybody else. Yes, in the to the point
2: where I was like, "Oh, we're being annoying. We're yep. the annoying people in the theater. You're <laughs> right those now. guys. Yes, we, we are. For
0: sure, we needed to tell the theater what was funny in this. Yes, movie. we needed. To... <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, we're gonna help you out. Yes, here.
2: exactly. But that scene, I was laughing so hard because I was like, it. It. I was just so impressed too. I was like, you didn't mm-hmm. need that extra little joke at the end. But then the way it's sold on all the cast faces is they look at each other like,
4: oh. <laughs> 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 Yeah.
2: And like the look on Joel Kinneman's face when yes. he realizes before anybody else, because he knows he knows, he knows who he's dealing with. Yeah, it yeah. was like a sitcom joke where the character who knows the other characters is like, Oh, oh you fuck. guys yeah. and the other characters are like, What? What's going on? And he's like uh, um, they're idiots. <laughs> and, like, it just was really good. It was and very, very, very well done.
0: I'm gonna watch that whole scene again and be laughing even more the next time yes. because I know what's coming. I told I told
2: my wife when I got home because she was like, "How was it?" She saw the original with us, and I remember yeah. when it ended, she kind of looked at me like, "What the fuck? What what'd you make me come to this for?" <laughs> and I was before we were married. I was like, "I don't know if this girl's gonna date me anymore because <laughs> uh, it was not good." But I told her when I got home, I'm like, you know what, I think you. she really likes action movies. And I was like, I think you would actually really like this one. And she she just was, she just nodded. She's like, I like John Cena. And I was like, yeah, I know. And she goes, she always calls Idris Elba Charles Minor from The Office. That's, that's <laughs> oh, the same shit in The Office. She goes, yeah. I like Charles Minor. And I was like, yeah, I know. Me too. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, they're both very, very good in it. Uh, Devin yeah. Dustmalkian, whatever his last, uh He rocks. He's so yes. good in it. He's always good. Well, he's David, isn't it? David? Yeah, David. What did I call him? Devin? Yeah,
4: whatever.
0: David Dalmatian.
2: De- David De- Devin Dalmatian. <laughs> David just Dest- <laughs> The no, scariest part I'm with of with Tim uh, Divitt. Tim Divitt and. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. The snakes yeah. in the box scene. Yeah. 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 He, uh, yes, mm-hmm. David. I'm really excited for, for him and Dune. He's going to be really good. Yes. Yeah. He's playing the perfect character for him. And he just uh, he's great in Ant Man. Like he's so funny in Ant Man. Oh, he's great, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's always good. Dimitri, in, in I think, everything. is his character's yeah. name. Yeah.
1: Baba Yaga. He's
2: so funny.
1: Baba Yaga! Baba Yaga.
2: He's so sweet. He's great he's in, great this. in uh, he, yes. he really has a lot of uh, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> it's just the lines he has. A lot of pathos. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. all
1: the lines, just the emotion, everything in his face. I was it's scared. Just, it's the, so good. the
2: line in the it was so funny when Andrew when Selba says we're all gonna die, and he goes, hope so. The way way it was in the trailer, I 100% thought these are unrelated conversations Mm -hmm. that they just cut together for a trailer. Because I hate when they do that in trailers. And and sometimes it works so much better. But when it played out like that, I was like, thank God. Because that was so funny. It was such a great little line. (laughs) And everything about
3: I, i've heard he's one of the ones that where you, you're like man i'm, I'm bummed that he 100
0: didn't make it through yep. yeah i mean that but was... it's a it's a beautiful arc and it's yeah. very well done it is yeah mm-hmm. but it is kind of a bummer like he gets i don't know
2: because you get way, you yeah. get so attached to him and you're like yeah. this guy's great he's so yeah. like lovable and like sad but you also i don't know yeah and that's the great thing when they he can take this movie full of Psychos and killers yeah. and like terrible, objectively terrible. People. Uh, well, that's like in Z
0: list villains and, and make <laughs> make you care about
3: them. The actress yeah. that plays Ratcatcher, yeah. yeah, has said like I I'm I am i am hoping I can play Ratcatcher as what she is in in a future DC movie. Like because Ratcatcher's a villain, like mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And I was like, man, mm-hmm. that really puts it in perspective. Like these yeah. these we forget you almost forget sometimes. And I haven't seen this movie, which is funny that I'm talking about it like this, but but <laughs> you've, you've read this movie I've read like, yeah yeah. <laughs> I've, yeah, I know enough about it um, Uatu also season into the DC <laughs> yeah I just spoil everything for myself I do I spoil everything for myself is, Uatu, have no in,
2: idea. is Uatu in What If yeah
3: yeah. Oh, Jeffrey, Wright, Jeffrey Wright, is Wright is the voice what yeah he, dude he, he bookends the episode he's pretty sweet oh, he's like a narrator yeah. he's cool wow yeah. honestly they're a half hour piece just watching no it's
0: honestly <laughs> yeah. just skip number three
3: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. anyway <laughs> yeah what the hell was I talking about? Ratcatcher. Uh, Ratcatcher wanting to rat be a villain. She had said that she's excited for the potential of playing Ratcatcher as a villain, like a super mm-hmm. villain. And I was like, man, that really puts it in perspective because like yeah. these are characters and that's the way Suicide Squad should be. And I never felt that in that initial movie was that like we need to be reminded like these are bad guys. Yeah. And 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 just putting them in a prison setting is not enough to remind you. Like as a viewer, it's not because <laughs> it, it, to me, it's not because it's like okay, they're 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 in the, they're in a prison, and then you immediately start the the adventure or whatever, and they're fighting worse
2: guys. So you go, they're the good guys. Well, and that's it, what it was like. In maybe the, in that's the what is guilty of is that they were all still just terrible, and we were like, oh, I don't care about any of these people, <laughs> maybe, except for Captain Boomerang because he's cracking a beard But none of them <laughs> yeah. really do
3: anything terrible in the movie that we get any reason to think that they're terrible people, right? No, I, at least in this one, it sounds like you have some aspect of like. You know they're bad based on either dialogue or 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 things you see of their past. Well, I think in this one the
2: the trick is that they're all charming in their own way. Okay. And Mm -hmm. in in Ayer's movie, we we've we're set up to believe that these are all bad people who have committed heinous crimes, but none of them are very fun or charming. So we're like, oh, they are. Boomerang. He's the only one. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, they are all bad. Like, there's one thing we've we know about real life now. It's that. Bad people dressed up in a charming uh, guys can can go far, and like we'll mm-hmm. we'll accept it, and we'll be like, ah, oh, it's not that bad, like mm-hmm. you know. um, But <laughs> this in this movie, they're they're all dressed up to be very fun. You're like even Harley, who's like like John said, she's bug nuts crazy, and you're just like, ah, oh, she's great. Like I really yeah. want her to win, and like to, yeah. you know. And when they all decide to like, but I don't know, because at the same time they all do the right thing in this movie. Mm. They they are they are faced with a clear and de- definitive moment where they can choose to do the right or wrong thing, and they generally choose. And to even do. the wrong thing isn't necessarily wrong because they lived up to their end of the deal. Like they they yeah. completed their mission. They completed their mission. They're gonna get their years knocked off. Whatever. Like they could walk away and be like, I I fulfilled the terms of my contract, and I am out of here.
3: I've heard Starro is very sympathetic, even. Like like Starro as a mm. big bad villain, kind of has kind some of, level yeah. of sympathy where you're like, man, like it's all yeah. delivered, in one, it, it's delivered in one. I kind of get it, delivered in one line. Yeah, one line. Movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, is it, it Capaldi d- that delivers it? No, <laughs> no. Yeah. no. Okay,
0: no. it kind yes. of every everybody delivers oh, yeah, it for him. Yeah, the whole cast. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: yeah. Actually, that's true.
3: Yeah, um,
2: yeah. That's I guess so. But I've heard Starro is
3: actually portrayed. Not that Starro gets a ton of development, but I've heard like. The Starro backstory, at
2: least, makes you go like, "Oh man, that yeah." I- yeah, mm-hmm. no, yeah, kind of, and it—it's
0: yeah. just—it's pretty incidental. It's okay. not like,
2: but in kind of in the same way though, that you like feel bad for like a shark that's like in SeaWorld. You're, like, yeah, 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 no, no, I'm not. Like, like oh, that's a bummer, like, but like, you're also Starro like- would still kill people yeah. in its yeah, natural
3: but- setting, but Starro has been kind of like in a bad spot for a while. You got, a, he so, got like- a raw
2: deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and it, it really sets up the final, like you know the. The interesting thing about it is that even though they're doing quote unquote the right thing it's still a fuck you to the united states is like the mm-hmm. real the
2: u.s is the real villain of
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so you know i think it still has shades of like the villains would agree to do this because it's kind of a middle finger an, to it, is kind of, it is
4: kind of
2: self-serving yes. a way. Yeah. yeah yeah that's true um yeah, that's true but it also i mean blood blood sport in particular has a moment of of choice where he's and and they don't know what's gonna happen. For all they know, they're just making the final decision they'll ever make, and they just mm-hmm. want to. They just want to die with. They'll get their a
0: brains exploded. Conscious, yeah, conscious.
3: yeah.
2: Steve. Steve. Uh, Ag. Yeah. Fucking. AG, uh, whenever great. he shows up, I just I love that guy.
3: He's yeah. the mocap for uh, King Shark as well. Yeah. Was he? He did yeah. all. He was in the suit. That's amazing. <laughs> he was like the. He did the. Yeah. He was on set. He yeah. did the full. Uh, anything you see King, King Shark eating the guy. That's that's, that's Steve that's Ag. Awesome. Yeah, and then
2: Stallone did the- I didn't know that. Place.
3: Um, yeah. Can I ask you guys, do you have a favorite member of Suicide Squad in this movie?
2: Uh, Definitely Bloodsport for Bloodsport? me. Bloodsport? I, yeah. I really like Rick Flagg too, though. Yeah, I, I have Rick soft Flagg. Kinnaman's awesome. Kinniman. I have a soft spot mm-hmm. for Kinnaman, and he's yeah. actually like, he's really good in this one. Yeah. He's not good in the He first gets one. to be yeah. Joel
0: Kinnaman in this movie yeah. a little bit, and like actually be I
2: thought he
3: was okay. Have... Uh, he was a standout in the first one, which is, yeah, to was, be fair- Yeah, he was okay.
0: It's- is saying but he yeah. gets he gets yeah. to have fun in this yes. movie. He's quite good. He gets yeah. some
2: cool action in this one. He, he can fe- be fun. He feels like a character and he feels mm-hmm. like an important part of the team in this one. He felt like a babysitter a little bit in the first one. Yes. Uh and he was this a In this one he kind of is too, but it, it's it has more purpose than that. Good. Um and he, he gets he gets a pretty I mean he, he is evol- he is involved in one of the more emotionally compelling moments of the whole movie. So good. Mm-hmm. Um so we'll see, you know, how that plays out. But yeah, he's great. I love Joel Kinnaman. I, 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 he keeps getting saddled with, uh, shitty. Should he... I shouldn't say get saddled. He's he's making choices. <laughs> His agent is yes. making choices. Well, he's really,
0: things. really fucking good on For All Mankind, and yeah, I hope, that's what I hope me. you. He's you, really you great in the killing,
2: which is
1: the first thing I ever saw yep. him. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, he's yep. so good in the killing. I'm yeah. still waiting for RoboCop too. Uh, there you go.
2: <laughs> he's, you know what? And he does the best he can <laughs> with that movie for sure. Like I, I was kind of like watching it but it's
3: not a good movie I don't remember anything about it I will say I do remember that he
2: is not bad it wasn't man. his fault no, no. he tries but, he tries hey, really no, hard that's a better description of how I feel <laughs> it wasn't his fault well I think he actually is <clears throat> is likely a much better actor than Peter Weller like he mm-hmm. he could have conveyed, I would say yeah. he could have conveyed that like that like broken man who doesn't have his wife and child anymore better than Peter Weller the
3: problem and... is everybody else involved in the film mm-hmm. is not
2: Right and Better. Like, it, it just yeah, it wasn't wasn't handled well enough to to really showcase his yeah. ability. Yeah. Like even in um altered carbon, which is such a weird. Mm. Did you watch mm. that? See, John? I want to yep.
3: watch that, and I I it's haven't good. I have not watched it. Uh, it took James me, like, Saito's in that too. took the Shredder.
2: Me... Who is he? I don't know. But oh he's yeah, in I it. guess you haven't watched it yet. Uh <laughs> <laughs> say, I know he's in it. I'm trying. I'm like, I I am him <laughs> recently
3: because of. Um, Model Model of, man, I
1: wonder who he was. I see he's probably in season two. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll oh,
2: look. he might. I haven't watched season two. See, I think he's I watched in the first two. episode. Yeah, yeah. alter yeah, Carbon took I mean. me like two years to watch. Yeah, because it's
1: weird. It is. It's but, definitely weird. I've seen the first two it's, episodes. Yeah. Alex, I don't know. Ba- ba-
2: based on reminiscence, I think you might really hate Alter Carbon. <laughs> <Garman. laughs> <laughs> it's kind of in the same vein in a lot of ways. Huh. Um, but Kinnaman's cool in it. But he, he is in that what I would have preferred Hugh Jackman to be like. I was going to
0: say mm-hmm. what if Joel Kinnaman was in Remus.
2: No, it probably would have worked better because he definitely plays a <laughs> yeah. not great dude.
3: Season 2. Yep. Okay, yeah, he is okay.
2: Seen. So I watched the first episode of season 2. Cuz I still although it's a function of the show, I'm still thrown by like the change the s- in cast. The same person so being inside yeah. a different body well, like, it does throw you.
3: Well, then yeah. Kinnaman's playing a guy named Takeshi. So oh, yeah, he yeah. used to be so, like a Japanese dude, yeah, yeah yep. sure. Which is rad. Like, it's, it's really cool, like, the flashbacks. with I I I need to retry that. Yeah, because his, like, yeah. regular
2: old, his his birth body or whatever is he's in a, the flashbacks. a Japanese guy. Yeah. And he's, yeah, That's like, his and then body.
3: He's Joel yeah. Kinnaman, and then he's Anthony Mackie, Anthony Mackie in season Mackie. two, and I'm yeah. like, I can't
2: do this. Yeah, right it's now. very, it, it threw me, because I, My went, brain. I went right off of season one into season two, and I needed a little bit of time to, like... And there mm-hmm. was a lot of time between seasons, yes, so exactly. I think that helped. So yeah. I, I need, anyway.
3: Yeah. I think it's done now.
2: Different, <laughs> uh, different world altogether. But yes, the Suicide Squad I liked it. And I I don't know if they're gonna
3: make another It ain't gonna happen. I don't think so. No. You could say it, no. I think this I think was, yeah.
0: this was even bigger of a final disaster financial disaster the yeah. first one was not a financial disaster. No, no it this made one, money. This one was a financial disaster yeah. for them. So is, I don't
3: it was and even with but even is, with COVID being part of the Factor did yeah. not do well on HBO Max either. It so will
0: no. live in live on in the Peacemaker TV series, so mm-hmm. maybe we'll get some more. I, I hope
2: some of the other cast. Comes that would be cool.
3: Yeah. I'm thinking that we're if the plan wasn't already to use the Flash movie as a way to reset, reset things, yeah. it's going to happen at this point. Well, it, it just this hasn't worked.
0: Before we get to that, so. I just I wanted to say like I. I I enjoyed the movie. I sit figuratively and literally between both of you guys and that. Like, <laughs> I really enjoyed the movie a lot. And James Gunn for me, like, I am ready for James Gunn to not make superhero movies anymore. I agree. I would like mm-hmm. for him. I'm
3: excited for Guardians 3. I I, I legitimately am. But, I, but Sure. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But, like,
0: I just, I don't know. I feel like I know what James Gunn does with ragtag heroes of not quite ragtag teams of not quite heroes and so mm-hmm. it would be nice to see him move on and and make some of his, of his own stuff again or something also yeah. it looks like he's aged three decades between well, Guardians 2 shit. yes he yeah. has cancel
2: culture's a bitch <laughs> yeah he,
0: he he did go through some shit but uh, yeah. he
2: must have been like yeah I, he must have been dying his hair yeah, he was, he, yeah, was. yeah, that's yeah he, he was for sure Stopped or, or he is now yeah <laughs> Who um, knows?
3: I do. I I do want to say that if you if you want an interest, like have an interest in James Gunn as a filmmaker, watch. Um, please watch his previous stuff before. Uh, yeah, I've like seen Slither. Asked. I've seen Super. Okay, and... if you've seen those two, that's good. And 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 watch some of the Trauma stuff too that he mm. worked on. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not exactly attractive, but in it gives any way, you. It gives you the. But it certainly gives you an idea of where his roots are. Yeah, and you can see the inspirations and like where he it's amazing that this man has the budgets to work with. He has now because for you sure. look at those trauma movies mm-hmm. and you're like, Holy shit, <laughs> this is some garbage. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> well, that's,
2: you know, I agree with you, Alex, at the same time, it's kind of a bummer because when he's managed to have a voice in the, the land of the voiceless, like a, in the void of superhero movies, where a lot, like, a lot I of, think he has both time or all three. Yeah, times I agree. Yeah. For better and mm-hmm. for worse, which ultimately I guess is pretty good. Like I, I think, like in Ant Man too, I think we saw a little bit more of Peyton Reed and his like desire to do some pretty off the wall, big jokes uh, come through. And I, I hope that I just want them to give a little more rope to the directors. That it hire. would be
0: nice if they picked directors for who they are rather than needing someone to are. fill. The I room. think,
3: I think, I think Marvel does two things. They either. Find a director with a very clear vision, like a James Gunn (laughs) or a Taika or a Favreau even. I I think Favreau has a very clear vision in those movies. Yeah. Um, Or they find a director who is young and up and coming and they can say, here's the storyboards. This is what we're shooting. They can play ball. They can railroad. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well... Railroad might be too strong sometimes. I don't think they're I don't, because I don't think they're like annihilating the, the 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 younger director. I think they're just saying you're making the movie. This is our vision, and you're making you're you're, gonna, the, you're, you're a, you're a it. mouthpiece. You're you yeah. are the tool we're using to get the job done. That's true. It's like not I, railroading no. because people are signing on to do these movies. So mm. you know that's
0: that's kind of why I'm curious about Raimi with with. Doctor I Strange. think
3: Raimi is going to be a Raimi movie. I don't. Feel I don't like think you hire Raimi...
0: I don't think Um, Sam Raimi accepts a movie if he doesn't get to do something he wants Mm -hmm. to do. He doesn't
2: need to. I'm hoping it's that way for Chloe Zhao as well.
3: I have a feeling that that's one that they're full gambling on. Because if you notice, they they tend to pick younger, up-and-coming directors on movies that maybe they don't have as much confidence in Mm -hmm. or properties they don't have. Like uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi's not an easy sell. It's too bad it isn't. But like... Asian-led films in the U.S. have not always done well. Mm-hmm. They usually don't mm-hmm. do well, especially action movies. Um, that's why most of the time when you see martial arts films, when those were like the thing in the 80s, even like through early 90s, it was always a white guy in the lead. It was even like Jean-Claude, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they just aren't, for whatever reason, they haven't been digestible for U.S. audiences. Yeah. And so I think they get, and I'm not trying to knock uh, Dan Daniel... Daniel Cretton, I think is is the director's name. I'm not trying to knock him, but like he's a younger up and coming director guy who they clearly hired because in my opinion they want
0: more control
3: over the yeah. yeah.
2: They need somebody who's like a, a, a manager
3: basically. Who 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 can who has clearly knows what he's doing because they wouldn't hire somebody who doesn't. Yeah. Knows what he's doing, can get the job done, but can get their job done.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: When they have a property that they're either a more convinced that's going to work despite its weirdness like a guardians or, iron man or B, 3. something that is an established franchise like an iron man three right they're more willing to throw that money at somebody who is a visionary and say we trust you we know what you do do your thing with this character or these characters
2: which is always more.
3: that's the two things and and if you look at the the marvel movies the ones that are always more interesting are always those second i mean Thor is a perfect example. The first Thor I think I think personally is, an, is a cool movie Absolutely. because you've got mm-hmm. Branagh doing it and I think Branagh does some cool big interesting things with it. The second one is Alan Taylor. That's a <laughs> that's a director for hire because the first Thor movie did not do as well as the rest of the solo movies mm-hmm. in it, So they didn't have as much confidence and they hired a TV director. I'm not trying to knock Alan Taylor. He's very talented. They hired a TV director.
2: Oh, he just was in the news for saying yeah. fuck making movies. Yeah. They hired a TV yeah. director <laughs> that they could control
3: and keep on their agenda, and it was the Dark World. And then they went, "Okay, Tyka, do what you want to do." And then yeah. you got Ragnarok, which I think is,
0: I it's an, kind it's of great S tier yes. um, yeah.
3: It is. It is. It's
2: fantastic. So I don't know. Yeah. No, you're. That's. I'm exactly rambling it. now, but yeah. those, no, I are, think it's those are the two
3: things that they do. They they do one or the other. They they. Well, either... yeah,
2: and Taika too. It's evidenced even more by him. Like the 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 uh, secret of Marvel's like prevising everything is is pretty. Yeah. It's not even secret at this point. Yeah. They say, yeah, oh, the action, everything. all the all the action sequences have already been made. Like it's done. You just need to come in and direct the people actually talking to mm-hmm. each other. Uh, but like with Taika, you can tell. Like so the um, oh man, I'm blanking on the name of it, which is too bad the Valkyrie sequence that looked very painterly. Yes. That was, that was his thing because mm-hmm. the guy, one of his co-stars and friends from what we do in the shadows, the movie invented that rig. And it's a rig. It's a lighting. It's a ring of flashes essentially mm-hmm. that are all time. That's and,
3: that. That is such a rad sequence. It's too. so yeah, fucking It's incredible.
2: Good. And, uh, if you look, if you search for it and I follow it on Instagram, I forgot what it's called. Um, if you search for it, you can see some of their test footage and there's shots of taika waititi just like smashing a chair and they shoot it with like a high speed camera and then these flashes are uh programmed to go off in a certain sequence so that it gives the illusion of like a light source moving around quickly but it's a series of like 250 individual flash bulbs going off in a certain pattern and that combined with the high speed footage creates this look and so he that guy—it's the guy who plays like the human roommate in what we do in the shadows. Yeah, yeah. That guy invented mm-hmm. it. He's amazing. It's, it's like his and one other guy's technology, and Tycho like brought it. He's like, that's hey, really cool. my friends make cool shit. Come, you want to be in Marvel? It's like the story of Oscar Isaac and yeah. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> hey, we're doing a Marvel show. You want to come? Yeah, exactly. Sure. He's like, you want to yeah. be in Marvel with me? <laughs> <laughs> and that's cool. That's what happened. Like yeah. evidently, yeah. they, 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 they had coffee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They bumped into each other. They're He's neighbors. Like, yeah. You want to be in my? Mar- okay. Like Tycho was like, hey. Guys wanted, and they were like, he's like, Marvel, I'm do guys, Marvel, these guys are coming to do Marvel with me. And Marvel's like, All right, fine, like, well, let's see what it looks like. And like, he was able to bring that in. Whereas, like, yeah, a lot of these other younger folks are not, and obviously, they don't have that clout, they don't have that authorship yet. Because, like, kind of going back to uh, reminiscence, um, you know, I was talking about how this is this is a big movie for someone to tackle as their first feature, yeah, directorial debut. And I think she does admirably considering, but it's still not as good as it would have been had it been her like third feature. Yeah. I guarantee that she would have had... Another couple
0: had, more times around the block. Because shooting a mo- directing yeah.
2: a movie is hard. Like, it's, 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 Im- it's almost impossible. It's
0: always a miracle if a movie yes. turns out to decent. be made.
2: Yes. Yeah, to, to become decent. it's, it's inc- I don't, People don't know how much work it is and how, how much skill it takes to wrangle all that together and to keep it cohesive and to make it work. And like I said, Spielberg... Could not have directed Jurassic Park for his first film, yeah, yep. his first feature film. And I started listing all these other ones, and like it's the same with these guys. Like you got to start. I understand you have to start smaller, and you have to start with some help before. Like Taika, I mean Taika hadn't really directed that much, so he just was like. A I miracle. think he did two movies before. So He just right is a, He's a, but he's obviously a. There, that's why there are people like that. But you yeah, look at him are, and you go, "Holy shit! Yeah, like, like, there's something there." That's yeah. why there are people like that who are just exceptional, and that's fine. I mean, they, well, they exist. And I think
3: what's cool about what with with this upcoming Thor movie is that Taika is writing it too. Yeah, he did not write Ragnarok. Um, Ragnarok was a script that he adopted. Here you go, and he ad lib most. of Tried to ad lib a lot of yeah, stuff he on put set. His own polish and you on it. can tell that in the movie. There's a lot of ad lib. I'm excited to see because Ragnarok doesn't have a ton of heart. To it, in my opinion, there's not a ton of heart there. That's the one thing that's missing, I think. There's a little a bit. Of but
4: that's it interesting. Comes late. There, there's
2: mm-hmm. not a ton of heart to Ragnarok. That's funny because I think I was thinking um, about it earlier. How there's actually some heart between Loki yes, and Thor. There is, there is. The the only, there is the yeah. one time. There where is, it, it but actually, there's not. The, there's not as much of that as I would expect from a Taika movie. It's like 99 like percent comedy. It's 1%. It's mostly yeah. goofball in the. Yes, it is. That's very, that's
3: like
0: all in the elevator scene. Yes. <laughs>
3: that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's yep. yeah. yeah. And I think with this one, I'm I'm curious to see. I think he's gonna. And he said, like, you'll be surprised. There's this is me. Yeah. So you're gonna get a lot more of the. It's not gonna be the goofy haha the whole time that you
2: expect. So yeah. I'm curious to see. Anyway, whatever. I'm excited. Yeah, I yeah. think I think that could be. I forgot to mention that and the ones we're actually excited for because especially you did. You threw it out there at the very end. Yeah, I yep. just blew up, yep. Thor. Mm-hmm. Thor. <laughs> Thor. <laughs> Christian is that, Bale is Gore the God Butcher. That's what I'm saying because they're doing the God Butcher shit. I mean, talk about if you're gonna Gore read, is the best. If you're gonna only read one more comic art, it's in not your life, the worst it, one. It, it has to be that. It's <laughs> it so is good. so good. If yeah. you want to read one of those things, that's going to make you stand up and like cheer the, from, dude, from reading something by yourself. By the
3: it. end of the twelve issues of God Butcher, you're like, "This is the raddest shit I've ever read." Deep. Like, yeah. it is so sweet, and the fact they're doing that in this movie is going to be, <laughs> or a version of that, yeah, I don't know,
2: a-, a-, a a version of that. Yeah, it's a good disclaimer. All right,
3: all right. that's it. We've I been to think, Marvel, yeah. we've been to DC, we've been all over the place. <laughs> yeah, we did. This Disney is and extra... Warner Brothers
0: extra long episode it's been a you while you might since have to break this one, one into two no yeah. no no no. it's been a while <laughs> how long since... are we recording for this, uh, we're at two hours and 38 minutes oh boy okay. so that's all right i think uh I i've think had four beers people will appreciate <laughs> that's it that's two more than i usually have on horror movie yearbook we last spoke it was tim and i talking about fast nine and, and black widow so i think uh oh i still
2: haven't we seen were, black widow we
0: were overdue uh, But John Street Thank you very much For joining us Yeah
2: Thank you, uh,
1: thank you very much For having me
0: We'll have you again soon Yes um, yeah. And uh, Thanks everybody This is the first podcast I've recorded in person Since February Oh my god of 2020
3: Is that right? So, oh yeah. wow Wow So this is the first Hold uh, on
4: Pump the rig This is the first This is the first This is the first
2: Post Sonic the Hedgehog This is the first <laughs>
4: yes this
3: is like i think probably the last Sanic.
0: in-person podcast i recorded would have been
3: so like, since the pandemic has started this is the first time you've ever
0: yeah yeah it would have been like a pack you have not
2: done game nerds at all
0: game nerds has been all wow. online yeah if and any
2: if any podcast is going to be strictly virtual it should be the Game <laughs> Nerd. yeah it's a sense.
0: little bit easier you know john's john's got the baby and everything and and uh you know but it well i again, do too you do as well so, hey john <laughs> Well, no, but I don't know. And also, it was just- Get your uh, shit together. Uh, we were trying healthy. to make sure everybody stays healthy. And, no, no, yeah. I'm just so, joking. I'm just I know. But, uh, uh, Brian's
3: got a small mouth. Yeah. He, that, could be, that could be a pre-existing health condition. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know.
2: It might help yeah. filter, though.
3: It could. True. It could be like a natural mask. Well, the he doesn't have to ask. The yeah, beard filters it. Does yes, does then He's you, got a big beard. After you get through the beard, you have to beard. make it into the tiny
4: fucking mouth. Basically, he's COVID-proof. COVID
0: stands no chance.
1: To jump in real quick. Wait, real quick uh <laughs> there's sorry oh brian you okay is yeah. that the Brian yeah anyway sorry john <laughs> uh no but uh, to go back to sonic you guys brought up sonic yeah also talking about uh charles my suicide squad Idris Idris Elba. Elba. did you see as knuckles Elba as knuckles <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness
3: yes that's can't perfect wait. it's awesome i uh, I, just, I just want him i'm so excited interested
0: yeah. to see who they go for with tails that's what i was I just gonna does yeah.
3: tails have a, she, she's, or he, I always say she, but it's a, it tells Tails is a boy. Yeah. I, I think you could think? go either way with yeah. Tails, honestly, but, you know, Tails for me. something, right, in the end of the first one, or no? I don't think so. No lines, so. just. I don't think there's any lines. He shows okay. up, right? So yes. you see him? Yes. yes. I
2: think,
0: you think you see mm-hmm. the, t- the Tails, the legendary Tails, but, I think it should um, see, be
2: Sean, Sean that, Astin. <laughs> I've
3: heard Marsden, like, is done, <laughs> like like, shot, like, a a week on this and he's done I'm like that's a bummer it's the kind of like series like the Marsden Sonic thing yeah but but I they're, think go- was... they're gonna they're gonna break away from the human characters yeah. I do, could very easily bummer. see this movie breaking that, away from it, except see, for I that. Robotnik that was fun. of course that was part of the fun of the first one was the, 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 the dynamic there it was cool maybe that's
2: yeah. a uh, pandemic strategy they like if most of the movies animated, then yeah, we can get it yeah. done and on time and on budget. Yeah, I'm sure. True. I don't know. Marsden was wonderful in that first. They do movie. that with sequels too, though, with animated movies where like yeah. like the yeah. human
3: character gradually. Well, I becomes... guess if Knuckles is a character now,
2: then we have more animated much. people yeah. to run around. I mean,
3: and... whatever. But like, I like
2: that first movie. I thought it was fun.
3: It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I remember when when like <laughs> Sonic's was like, mom or whatever oh, yeah. died at
2: the beginning. It was heartbreaking. We all, we all were kind of like, oh my god, this movie's yeah, taking we were all taking itself fairly seriously. It's raw. Yeah. The owls and shit. Are yes, that's safe. right. It was the owl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The mom owl that yeah. was chilling with him. Yeah, yeah. and then encouraged. Uh, uh, yeah, that was a that was an unexpected. It was kind of a cool movie. Delight. Yeah, yeah. I definitely didn't hate it. <laughs> like Olive Garden. I, I watched it <laughs> was cool yeah. Olive
1: Garden and, and fucking Zillow. <laughs>
2: that Olive Garden <laughs> recurring
4: joke was, was really so good. Beautiful. Funny. Okay, all right. (laughs) It's late. Okay,
0: I have one other thing to say off the air. Anyways, thank you guys, and uh, I don't know when we'll be back, but we'll be back with something. Kyle X-Y, go watch a movie.